Yeah. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. This is your boy, Mr. Shadow. And uh, I'm tired. How are you? How are you tonight? I hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, so uh, we are streaming live on uh, Facebook. We are streaming live on YouTube and we are streaming live on LinkedIn. We're trying a new, a new platform today. And next one, uh, after I get two days of sleep, I'll, I'll, I'll do my first one on Twitch too, where like nobody knows me, but who cares? Uh, so before, before we get going with my guest, today is gonna be uh, a stream in English. So if you speak French and you don't speak English, it's time to learn. Oh, if you speak anything anyway. And uh, man, listen. Next Saturday, we have a stream all in French, full French. So if you don't speak French, well, you have one week to learn. So good. I want to say uh, hi to um, all the new subscribers on the, on the YouTube channel. Uh, big up to Elemin Mohamed, big up to Alec Andrea, big up to Fololo, Fololo, and big up to Narcis. Thomas, the new subscribers. We are at 41 subscribers uh, on our goal of a thousand subscribers. We have 28 days to go. So you have to share this bitch here so that people come and enjoy the content and be part of the family. But be careful. Don't bring him, don't bring here no fake ass people because we'd rather stay a small family than a big family full of crazy people. Bonsoir Carole, comment ça va? Hello Lilou, Emmanuel from Montreal, Montreal, Calis, comment ça va? Uh... Paula, Alexandra, como sempre, estou bem, espero que tu estás bem. Renan, boa noite. Nazicleni, olá. Hey, Luizy, oh, you missed my fight with Nelson? Listen, no problem, it's there now on my, on my profile, you can check it out, you can re-watch re the whole thing, and I will actually put it on my YouTube channel tonight. Or maybe tomorrow morning if I decide to sleep, but you know me. AJ! This one been here every episode. Thanks to always be uh, here with us and be part of this experiment. Uh, and uh, now, nah, don't worry, we're not going French today. Uh, we are uh, in English today. Unless my, my guest wants to speak a different language and I'll just follow where, whatever he has in mind. Uh, did I have a good day? Yes, I had a good day. Senex Beats, what up, my bro? Bro, listen, uh, I don't even need to ask you for some new beats because I got beats from the old album that I didn't use that I'm going to use in this new album, so you're good. But if you have a, something crazy, you know, eh? Vanini, bonsoir. Kaiser Pop, 
je suis en train de composer, elle se retourne dans ce que ça va faire danser. Hey, merci, 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 merci. Bonne composition. Luis Moreira. Pas la déca comigo. Ok. <rire> Agostinho. Hello, I'm Angolan and I like you so much. Well, hello, I'm Congolese and I'm happy that you like me. Lots of love. Uh, Julie, bonsoir, top ce soir, on améliore notre anglais exactement. That's the spirit. You're here to learn. We will teach you. Anything you don't understand, you just ask. We will translate. Uh, Yolanda, hey Yolanda, did you see how we edited your photo yesterday? Yeah, we will make it a big family. Bring all the Kizomba people. We can, like, actually, uh, I would love to invite you. Uh, Yolanda to have a conversation. I'm also gonna have a, a, a Kizomba organizer because I want to talk about how this this whole situation is affecting the business of the Kizomba festivals. So many people are out of a place to dance, out of a place to teach and get paid, and out of of places to organize festival. That's something that I really wanna I really wanna talk about. Hi um, Shad Shadrach. Hi, 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 hey. Adelaide Hola from Edmonton, Canada. Well, you see, Canada is in the in-house. Oi, Jeanette, bonne nuit. Maximum record, mbote, mbote, mbote na yo. I want to be part of your team. I want to be part of my team too. Well, listen. Uh, while I'm while I'm while I'm uh, uh, introducing um, while I'm introducing uh, everything, uh, I'm, I will I will I will like you to put in the comments right now. Now, first of all, before you put anything in the comments, you go to the like button and you click like I like. And uh, hey, Arlinda, hey, sweetie. Uh, listen, when I watched your, your, your video today, I was like, Amsterdam. You messed up, sis. We could have built an empire. Anyway, uh, inside joke. So before, before I get going with my guest, uh, I want to tell you about the dream I had tonight. Uh, I think I was talking to my wife until 3 or 4 a.m. Then she was tired, so I went, I went, I went to sleep too around 4. And at 8 p.m. 8 a.m. So after four hours, I just woke up in the middle of, I mean it was the morning, but I was like, oh I need some croissant. I need to go to the bakery. So I put my jeans on and I went to the bakery to get some croissant and then I woke up it was all a dream so I wake up and I'm like oh this dream gave me craving for some croissant let me go get some croissant so I put my jeans on and I go down put my mask go down I go in the street I'm walking to the bakery and I wake up for the third time and now it's 11 a.m. And I'm like, did I dream two time of their shit? 
I need the croissant. Let's go. So I put my jeans again. And I start heading to the bakery for the third time. But this time it's for real. And at 1 p.m., I woke up again. And I was like, what kind of fucking loop is this? What's wrong with the matrix? And after that, I was scared to close my eyes. So I like, I turned, turned on all the blinds, put, let the light come in. I was just like, yeah, let me just go take a shower and not sleep anymore because this shit is scary. <laughs> ah, that was crazy. Anyway, uh, the person that I'm, um, that I'm, uh, that is joining us tonight is uh, somebody that I met through Twitter. Uh, he has a, a great podcast called Moto Moto Podcast. So in, in Lingala, Moto means fire. I have no idea if it has something to do with that. I'm going to ask him. And, uh, you know, we, we've been having exchanges on, 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 on Twitter about, about music. And uh, he actually reviewed one of my albums as Diamantero. And, you know, you know, it's like one of those internet connections that becomes a connection and then within the future become friend and then family you know how it goes like and uh so i don't i don't remember why we were what we were, we were talking about probably here in our youtube channel and um and i was like yo you should come here we should talk about uh the battle i had with nelson freitas because i loved his he's covering it was like seems like a football match and uh and, uh, you know, all the content he's doing for, for, for the, the African uh, continent. So, um, without further ado, help me welcome uh, Mr. MJ from the Moto Moto podcast. What up? Keisha, what's going on? <laughs> I'm good, brother. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I can't complain. The sun is out. I mean... What time is it where you are? It's like... Almost 6 p.m., 5.52 p.m. So where are we talking from? Edmonton, Canada. Edmonton. Never been there. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, Florida? really? I mean, I've been in Montreal. I've been in Ottawa. I've been in Toronto. And that's it. You've been everywhere in the world except Edmonton. Wow. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, there's always a new place to explore. That's all I have to say. <laughs> After this whole pandemic situation, come through, bro. You know, sometimes you feel like everything is fine while you're, doing, while you're in, the, in this pandemic. And then you realize that you start dreaming strange stuff like me this morning. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw you tweet about that dream, right? And I actually thought you were joking. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> At 1 p.m., I actually woke up scared because I've seen those movies of of those people who who relieve the same day over and over again, you know, and then like uh, the, they get they get killed at the end of the day, and they then they go back to the the the, the, the morning of the same day, and they but they remember everything, so now they're trying to to do it differently, so. I've, at the, Bro, at the fourth you dreamt like, about this three times. Yo, three times. Listen, I think four times. 
I woke up at eight, then I woke up at nine, then I woke up at 11, then I woke up at 1 p.m. Like, and then I was like. Mm. Okay, that's pretty serious. That is pretty serious. I don't know, but you just need to sort things out in your life. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's uh, this is something. I'll, I'll figure it out. You know. Uh, I hate. I hate. You gotta do what you gotta do because for me, as an African, if I'm dreaming something four times, <laughs> ah, there's a problem. There's a problem. When I was younger, I used to dream about uh, running and running yeah. too fast, so I would start uh, leaving the ground because my legs were going too fast. So I would leave the ground and I would fall each time. And then uh, I dreamed about that for 10 years, almost every other night. I would always at a point in whatever dream, be in the street, I would start running, running, running so fast that I would start like, oh, oh shit, I'm, I'm flying and bah, I would, I would, I would fall. Did you, did you ever actually and ask anyone what, what that meant? I didn't because I, I know how to analyze myself and uh, I know how to find answers myself. One oh day, my God, that is, that is super confident. One day I just woke up after one of those dreams and I was like, yo, don't try to do everything so fast. Take your time. Mm -hmm. One mm -hmm. step at a time. And I never made that dream again. I feel you. So yeah, you know, my old. My Maybe old, it was just your subconscious talking yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, telling you me, know. slow down. And that's how it's gotta be. I mean, obviously, you've had such a such an interesting career, right? Like, we're talking decades. So you know, and we're talking about this before. You yeah. know the art. And I called it a skill of reinvention. The thing is this, uh, if you are trying to be who you were uh, 10 years ago and mm -hmm. try to stay that person, how do you find growth? How do you, you learn? And how do you use what you learn to go to the next dream? And once you fulfill your dreams whatever your dream is is your dream Arlinda dream she's, she's here in the comments her dream is one of her dreams is to to open a, a, a shop and mm -hmm. so she can sell her her a stylist she's a, she's a stylist too on among other things and her dream is, is to, to open that store and to start selling her own clothes. Right. But once the store will be open, I mean, it's open already, but once it's open and it's a success, if you stay there for 10 years doing the same thing over and over again, even if it works, but you're still here with your little shop and you don't dream about something else, then it, it becomes boring. So it becomes sure. a point where after that shop, you might want to open a second one, then a third one, then you might open another one in another country. And all of a sudden you become American apparel or, right. or Abercrombie and Fitch or whatever. And then you can become Zara and you are everywhere. 
And once yeah. you've done that, maybe it's time to buy a whole shopping. Who knows? Mm. But That's when, the art of reinvention, right? Once your dreams are fulfilled, you need new dreams. If you don't have new dreams, then what's the point? You know? Okay, okay. That is that is something to think about. Because from my understanding, like having it that way means that at different points in your life, the target obviously changes. Of course. Yeah. So you kind of go for something different. Or it could be uh, within the same space, but it might be just realigning um, to something slightly different. Like Keisha going from being full on like singer and to more production. And and it could be other content. This is mm. a new form of, it's not really new, but it's, we could say it's it's another form of content for me. That might that might excite me more than what people want me to do right but what if this bring me to a million new people and that means you're opening new doors right exactly and if you don't do this you stay exactly where you are and by the time uh, the world passes you by it's too late like a lot of people who are it's like tarzan Tarzan, if he wants to cross the jungle, he has to go from one of those three, he, 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 he grabs the, the rope, and then at a point to go to the next one, he has to let go the other one. Simple. Oh, that is an excellent analogy. You have okay. to. You know. Okay. I see, I, see, I see where you're coming from. That's <laughs> pretty big. Angie's saying, watch those food dreams. They make you gain a lot of weight. It's not for me. <laughs> oh, Janet. <laughs> you saying, have to spend so do much you time understand? Did you understand your dream? Not at all. Not yet. Let me have it a few times and then I, I'll find the answer. Don't worry. <laughs> what did you have last night before going to bed? Nothing, bro. Nothing. <laughs> what a dream, sis. <laughs> yes, comments are killing me, man. Yeah, was in the That's true. <laughs> Pedro Emodi. <laughs> Hello, Yakuba. How are you? Oh, Tina. Hello, hello, hello. Nobody like put your flags in the comments. I'm, I'm not seeing where everybody's from. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's I think the power of understanding that whatever you dream of becoming. Yeah. First of all, you have to accept who you are in this world. You know, one, I remember one day we went to a. Um, we went to a, a TV show and one of the people being uh, interviewed, so it was me, some other artists, somebody was organizing an event and there was somebody who was in uh, numerology, I think, some, some form of astrology stuff. And I mean, I'm not against, I'm not for, I don't believe, I don't not believe. I, to me, everything is possible. So, yeah. but that person I never met ever and uh, I, I come to the to the to the to the backstage where we were all getting uh, made up for the for the show and that that person comes to me and she tells me excuse me uh, I don't know you I don't know who you are 
but I want to tell you that it is very rare what you are. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, let me know more. And uh, that person tells me you are in it's rare. Most people are either beyond in front of their feet or running after their feet and their the mind the mind the soul and their actions are not parallel they are sometimes you think something but you contradict yourself with your actions and 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 what you have inside of you is something else and this is why most people are lost and and she told me it is very rare to find somebody who is exactly in the space where they should be and your mind your thoughts and your actions are exactly in the same place and it's very rare i don't i'm sorry i don't know you and uh that's just what i feel when i look at you so this person just came out of nowhere nowhere never and like and it's only after we were on the same uh on the same uh couch talking on the tv show that the person was like oh okay so you're an artist and oh okay so you're that's when we were introduced in in tv show live but before wow. that that person just came in the in the in the i mean i can i was the one who came uh to do my makeup and the person was there waiting for their turn and then it just said yeah listen that like that's your aura that's what i that's what i felt when i met you most people their aura is like the things are not but and and it, whatever that person told me didn't surprise me at all because that's true. I am, I would say, self-assured. A ninety-nine percent of the time, what I what I do and what I feel and and what, how I feel are exactly in one. It's one piece. It's not like some people sometimes. Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm never like it's. I'm not a person who doesn't know what he's gonna do. I'm a person that things happen. I think about them. I, f I feel how I feel about them. Then I do something, and then I, I just go to the, and then I set objectives, and that's why I'm I'm never in panic. I would say it's hard. It's, so you just you just kind of go for it. Let me ask you this. Yeah, do who's interviewing who? <laughs> go ahead. Well, I nice know. A conversation. I know. Nice but, a conversation. But, go ahead. Um, it's your job, actually. More than this mine. is this is this is this is out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Like, at what point did you realize, like, yo, this music thing is what I want to do? Like, at what point do you remember when exactly you were like, this is it? I never asked myself that question. Not once. Never. Oh. Never ever. How? I just did it. So you just went for it, just. Yeah, when I was eight, my mom <laughs> bought, bought me my first, uh, like a small synthesizer where I could do uh, one note and yeah. I just start playing with it and that's it. Man, yeah. that is, you see, now that makes sense. You know why? Why? Because what that person said mm -hmm. and your answer to this question mm -hmm. is exactly why you are who you are, because you basically went into something. You didn't have to ask yourself if it was what you wanted to do. You just went and you did it. Exactly. And now you look. we're looking back. 
I mean, if you started, um, you know, you you got your first synthesizer at what eight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Destiny. <laughs> it's I'm telling you, like the things I do, and most of the things I do, even this here. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I was okay. How do I do this? What do I need? I was watching a few videos. I found a program to do it. Then I start playing with it for two days. Watch like 50 or 60, I think all the videos that are available on the internet about the program on YouTube, uh, about followed all the people who have something to do with it. Found the creators on, on Twitter, asked them a few questions. They replied to me and I was like, okay, let's go. And then I just, yeah, I was like, yeah, welcome. <laughs> That's well, just, welcome to Club Shadow. <laughs> that's I did check it out, like when you, when you, when you, uh, when you started uh, doing these live streams, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty neat. Like, this is some professional level stuff. And, and I was just, yeah, I was just, just, I just did it. Like, that's how I am, for real. Hello, Andre. Hi, camera. It's um, oh, hold on. Hello. Onike, that's a new person. Nice, I like new people. And uh, yeah, I mean, all of a sudden I had a, a bunch of new people at the same time, a bunch of, uh, uh, I had to check comments and at the same time, like all these things. And right. yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it is, it's a it is the way I am, like I, I I set goals, people will say dreams, and uh, I think it's the same thing. I dream of being this, or I dream of doing that. So I set a, I set a realistic goal. Let's say I wanna have uh, a thousand people at the same time watching. So I'm yes. gonna set a goal. I'm gonna look at the numbers. If I can, I uh, think the most I can have uh, is 70 people at the same time. So if my goal is a thousand, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to need to do this another 200 times. So this is in X amount of time. And once this is set, I'm not interested anymore in when it will happen because now I'm in love with the process of making it happen. I'm in love in every time I see a new person. So the last four people I said, hi, the, so the last three plus this new person. Hi, Daisy. Yeah. Bonjour. So that's four new people that were not here yeah. two weeks ago. And that's the, that's what I love. That's the process I'm interested in. And before right. I even think about it, we are a thousand people and two years, three years have passed and it became a full-fledged shows. I play video clip, maybe I, 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 uh, people send me their Instagram and I, and I, and I tell them, yo, uh, you, um, you are, uh, let's say, uh, show me your Instagram, I will tell you what you need to change to make it better and what is your objective, for example. It's something mm -hmm. I can do because I've been doing this. I, I did. I, I, I've been. I do. I did it for my wife to start. Uh, I have an expertise in those things, so I can. I can. I can literally take my phone 
and people tell me yo this is my instagram please check it out and uh okay let's check some instagram instagrams and i can decide okay we do we'll do this on wednesdays for example and those things check it out it pops out of my head i ask people are you interested in this would you be interested in having uh, your your instagram or your website or your 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 beats critiqued so i can tell you what you need to move forward to make it your business professionally and if everybody says yeah we love it that's a good idea boom we start doing it and all of a sudden we have a thing and then that's how actually i do everything and it keeps moving so have you ever had anyone else manage your socials never well, from day oh, one another person another new person i eve trop fan de toi j'ai pu ramener une meuf grâce à ça You, you, you understand French? No? <laughs> so what he's, say, he's saying that he's, he's my fan, he's, he's, he's a top fan of mine, and thanks to me, he could brought yeah. a, a girl a girl at home thanks to my songs. So yeah. Which one? My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what song? <laughs> That's true. I want to know. <sighs> Agora percebi, estás a dizer que tem muitas pessoas Verdade, tem muitas novas pessoas Isso é muito bom Estou a gostar Yeah, you see, I, I just go from I switch languages just like that That's, listen, that's exactly how I learn languages The last time I checked with you You spoke like what, five or six? Seven Hey Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness Can we go through them again? Um, wait, I think I can try them Uh English, obviously, mm-hmm. French, Lingala, yeah, um, Portuguese. Yep. I think there's some form of um, Creole, but I can't remember from which place. A lot of them. <laughs> okay, fine. Actually, Help I, me out. So I speak English, French, yep. mm-hmm. and Portuguese. Those ones, yep. I speak them every day, the three of them. Okay. So um, those one I can like really... Then I speak uh, Lingala, yeah. but uh, because I never I never speak Lingala with other people, so if somebody speaks to me Lingala, I completely understand. But I need I would need a, a month in in, in, in Congo <laughs> talking only Lingala to, to to get back to speed. But I mean I speak I speak it. It's there. Okay. It's there in the system. I speak Spanish. Uh, oh yeah, Spanish. But but I am because the same thing. I I'm, I speak li- I speak most mostly Portuguese, so. My Spanish is kind of lost, but uh, if I'm in Spain again for a whole month, I will be. And, and if when I speak to, to people who speak to me Spanish, I tend to, re- to respond in Portuguese, but I understand everything they say. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got a friend, she sends me tons of, of long notes all in Spanish and she speaks fast and I, only rep- I either reply in English or in Portuguese. <laughs> Then I speak uh, the Creole from the West Indies. Yeah. It's the same thing. Uh, I've been I, I live there for for enough time and I've been around the people for a long time that I just start picking up everything they say and become because the root of the language is is French mm-hmm. I actually understand what they say and oh, right. and so it's the same thing for Cap Virgin Creole because oh, the root yeah. is Portuguese I, I understand what they say because it it makes sense so even if I don't understand a word or two I can make a sense of the sentence. Uh, the same thing, the, Guine- the Creole from Guinea-Bissau, 
somebody can speak to me or when I because I've been because my the, the, the mother of my two child children are from Guinea-Bissau they oh, both right. mix something in Guinea-Bissau one is mixed Russian and Guinea-Bissau the other one is a uh, Portuguese Cap Virgin and Guinea-Bissau uh, so I've been hearing the language for 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 18 years now so mm-hmm. I understand they, what they say when they talk I, I, I pick up everything they say I wouldn't uh I don't think I would be able to just speak like that but the same thing you just drop <laughs> me there for a month I'll be I'll be good and you'll uh, be good and I think it's more or less that and I have I mean understand some words in Japanese and Chinese but very little but this is just from watching mangas and and and, and movies and, <laughs> and every time I was reading I was reading the, the the translation I was listening what was said and at a point I'm like okay every time I hear I hear shifu I see master so at a point I just put it there. That's so how I learn. Like, I learn all the languages like that without really wow. like. I learned Portuguese actually by just living with my wife, uh, and and she's like your teacher for Portuguese, which makes yeah. sense. Though. Yeah, it's just like in the beginning we try at a point. There's a fight. You need to win the fight, so you start learning <laughs> the language. <laughs> <laughs> <Good> job. <sighs> Beijinhos para Titina. Parfait. A new person. Sushi Raw. Yeah, that's, that's it. CV Beats Production. What up, K? What up, CV Beats? Have you been making those beats? I, I didn't do a, a single beat. The live is sucking all my life. But uh, I'm going to give myself Monday and Tuesday to rest, Just to mix. And I need to I need to make the, the next songs because I have the song that we did live that is coming out Friday, and after that I have a remix single uh, of uh, the song "Get Naked" that is coming, uh, and after the eight I don't have a I don't have a single for the week after, so I will probably do a cover in Kizomba of Justin Bieber's song "Yummy," unless nice choice, yeah, unless I do something else, you know. The nada, Tina. So yeah, we were saying. Uh, we were talking about the languages. The languages, yo. And, yeah. and, and and objectives. You know, to me, dreams and objectives are the same things. You just you just decide uh, what is your objective, and that's the long term goal. And then you have all the short, the the medium term goals that are your way to this objective and then you have the short-term everyday goal which are which is the process which is the things you do every day to get closer and closer and closer to the goal and uh and life is the thing that makes everything in in between in 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 the midst of all that can change everything can make the the, the 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 landscape go different maybe 
in there was a big a big a, a vast desert and all of a sudden there's a big lake or a mountain that appeared and yeah. you have to just learn to go on the right unless you want to climb the mountain or you prefer going around it or you must build a boat to cross the water as long as you don't forget what is the goal and once exactly. you and once you reach the goal then your um once you reach the goal your next your next thing is enjoying but me personally once i reach the goal my system automatically is dreaming of something else automatically for real so is that what made you then move more into production um after such a successful career as a singer not at all i actually was a producer yeah I've i, I remember been, you said that story yeah. and you used to even sell beats like exactly um, I'm, I'm, back I'm in never, the day too i never saw myself as a singer I actually end up uh, being um, actually end up being uh, uh, on a on a model contest in Belgium yeah. in '92, and once I won that, the DJ came and said, "Oh, not only is cute, but he can sing," and all of a sudden, I had the microphone. I start rapping. <laughs> I, I start rapping that day, and at that moment, I never stopped performing for the next thirty years. Right. So, so it just happened by chance. Yeah, we can call it chance, or I was just in the right place in the right time, and uh, I was getting prepared for that moment. So. Chance is not, I mean, chance is chance. The problem is what you do with chance. Because I know a lot of people, when you give them the microphone, they run away. They're like, oh, no, I can't. You know? So the fact that I, I seized the occasion, I was just wrapped, made yeah. somebody come to me and say, yo, I have a club in Holland. Can you do this tomorrow? And we took the car and we just went to Holland. And, then, and that was it. And that was it. And then we. And then I never stopped performing for free, for free, for six, six years. Until I start charging. After the album came out, but uh, then I was just building, 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 building. So when the album came out, I had an army of people waiting for the album. Instead of putting the album out and people discovering you through uh, the album, I had a lot of people who knew me already. So, yeah, uh, and I, I've always produced. So my first album, I produced every beat. The second album, I produced every beat. The third album, I produced every beat. Then I start taking other artists and produce every beat in their albums too. Uh, and and I, I would go from style to style. So I've always produced uh, hip hop. I would produce uh, house. I I've always produced African style music, Brazilian style music. Yeah. Uh, I've always been Uh, a fan of the production more than everything else and one day I played with the autotune just for fun because the the chorus that was supposed to sing the chorus on my songs was was not there he was yeah. sick he couldn't come 
and uh, the guy I was working with on that album, he decided to mix my demo voice and and we decided to release them. I was like, ah, okay, and put your it. demo voice on there. Yeah, and all of a sudden, shows were shows tripled because wow. of singing. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm just gonna go with this one. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> and I know it was like, oh, they like it, I guess. You know. Wait, wait, but let me let me rewind, rewind. Wait, wait, let me let me reply a uh, question. <laughs> Emmanuel, okay. peux-tu parler créole aussi? Uh, oui, je comprends. Mais pour parler, faut que je me réhabitue. It's talking about Creole, but there's a lot of Creoles. Uh, West Indies Creole, French West Indies. Uh, Cap Virgin, I understand, and uh, Guinea Bissau, I understand. Uh, the one from Haiti, I think I understand more or less when people talk, but I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not around people who speak that one that much. Uh, Miss Esse is saying Boy Not Keisha, and MJ, is that a short name for Michael Jackson? Lol. <laughs> I guess we're not going to answer that. <laughs> CC says, J'adore tes chansons. I love your songs. Merci. Thank you. Oh, Mr. Bruno. Bruno has um, the biggest uh, Kizomba channel in the world. And he started as a fan. And then he's, he's now the master of Kizomba. That is so, so awesome. He's saying, I'm like that too. I mostly enjoy the ride and seeing the project grow and making it better. I can't even get upset when the goal is reached. It takes out all the fun. This this sounds like you, Bruno. <laughs> this does sound like you. But that's true. You know, when I when I felt that the goal was reached in terms of singing, I, I really said I was done. Like I was like, yeah. oh, people don't need new music. I, I felt that until Bruno himself sent me a message. Yo, please come save music. I remember. He Yo, sent that's me a the story you were talking about the other day, though. Right? That's the guy. That's the guy. Oh, this is the message. Bruno. He, told, hey, Bruno. he sent me a message. He was like, yo, please, like, <laughs> these people need some good music. Do something. <laughs> My channel is full of crap. <laughs> and he convinced you to come back. It's not that he convinced me. It's just that... Mm. I was just like, mm, when they need, I'll be there. You know, I have other things that I can do. I have a lot of things that I want to do. And yeah, you know, it's, yeah, that was, that was true. That's hey, nice. Claudia. There's a lot of new names. Yo. Boy Noids, Keisha, and MG. Cool. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's a, so what about you? How are you? What about your your? How do you set your goals? Uh, what are your ambitions? And and uh, how? Like, how did you? How, how, oh, Arlinda got mm. home. We, we were just talking about you, Arlinda. You you missed everything. I was I was okay, talking right. about I was I was not saying anything. I didn't spill any tea. But I was saying that on in Amsterdam, you missed the occasion to build an empire together. But that's that's all I said. And and. We're gonna leave it at that. She's she's doing a new uh, so she's she's a singer of course, but now she's she's building a store like I was telling you, and she's yeah. she's she's in in a 
at episode five of filming herself heading to the to the dream of opening the store so it's great cool. because she lives in the u.s but she's opening a store here in here in, in portugal and uh, she's filming Ooh, the whole nice. process of creating it and it's, it's interesting i've been i've been watching it on on her youtube channel so everybody go to arlinda's channel she also has some nice songs and uh she's actually featured on my upcoming album mm -hmm. check that out somebody's asking if mj is a singer no no <laughs> definitely not um interestingly though um i did make some songs like 20 years ago oh um, when i, when I was us. like in my late teens that's how i actually started um getting into the whole music thing mm -hmm. um but my real first taste of like behind the mic or anything i had a friend who knew that i loved music and i loved rapping and he lived like a few doors down from me mm -hmm. and he basically just came to my house and he said I promised this DJ, um, we had this radio station called Radio 3 in Zimbabwe. And um, he was just like, I promised this DJ a jingle and I know you can rap. Come and do this thing. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And we were in his living room. He had a laptop. So he was like a cool kid oh. with the laptop. Because this is like, this is like, um, I think like uh, the year 2000 or 2001, uh -huh. there it was. Yeah. So like back then, Hey, in Zimbabwe, if you had a laptop, you were someone. Um, so he basically just um, had me do a jingle. And then I did this jingle for this DJ I didn't even know. Next thing, I was talking to um, the DJ himself. He was like, dude, you're good. And then I kind of just did a few rap songs back then. And then that was it. I moved countries and... That was the end of the music. So you were born in uh, in uh, in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Okay. So when did you move to Canada directly, or no? I moved to Australia first. Um, so I moved to Australia when oh. I was about nineteen. I've always dreamed of going to Australia. You haven't been to Australia, bro. Uh, Come on, Keisha. I haven't been there. I had okay. somebody. Uh, I had an uncle of. Uh, the mother of my son was actually organizing shows out there and he really wanted me to go but we never we never had uh, an occasion to really make it happen and uh, i know my music has been has been there with the kizomba movement out there a lot of people are listening to my music but you know bruno is saying <laughs> snakes sharks spiders <laughs> what is that Australia. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that is not true. That is not true. I will, I, I will, I will, I am willing to die on this hill. That is not true. The Australia they show you in memes oh and in TV shows is just like the Africa they show you. <laughs> on TV, like with those those kids with with flies all over them and stuff like that, it's not true. Oh well, it's God. not true, but it's not like that. It's not like you're just walking down the street in town and then there's a snake, bro. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Somebody we're having this conversation. <laughs> so yeah, so so how when when did you start the podcast? Um, 
Moto Moto podcast, I actually started it in 2017, but that was not the um, inception of my podcasting journey. Sorry. Uh, Bruno is saying, <laughs> sorry. Most poisonous country in the world are seen on the Discovery Channel. Killer Anacondas. Great White Sharks. You know what? They're going to show you the worst of the worst. I lived, I lived, I lived in Australia for 10 years and I'm still alive to tell the story, Bruno. Oh my God. Bruno, you're crazy. <laughs> Don't make him go stalk your channel. <laughs> so go ahead, continue. Don't let Bruno. <laughs> now he was he was kidding. Uh, he would love to come visit Australia. <laughs> Listen, let's go together, Bruno. Oh, yeah, I didn't even mention the tarantulas. Mm -hmm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruno. I don't think I can change Bruno's mind. <laughs> He's playing with you. Uh, nah, it's all good. Um, yeah. So, Moto Moto. Actually, before I before I finish the story, yeah. You know what? I called it Moto Moto, right? Because in in Zimbabwe, when someone says uh, Moto Moto, it it's basically the same in Lingala. It means fire, okay. but it's like saying fire twice. Like that's fire, fire. that's actually what I was saying yesterday when I was talking about it. When I was saying mm -hmm. that, I would I would have you. I think you 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 left the the, the life probably at that moment because I was asking does it mean fire like in Lingala, but then I saw the exactly. logo I saw the logo and I was like yeah it's fire. <laughs> yeah, and I think it also it also means uh, fire in Swahili ah, as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I think it's just yeah, Bantu yeah. languages. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, mm -hmm. Same word. It's but us. yeah, I started it in 2017. Um, that's when I started Moto Moto. But my podcasting journey actually started in 2007. Okay. That was when I created my first podcast with uh, my friend uh, Chill. So we're basically doing a Zimbabwean music podcast because like I told you, I was sort of in the industry before I went to Australia. But when I went to Australia, I realized like there was no plug for Zimbabwean music for anybody who was overseas. Because back then, like it's not like there were streaming platforms or anything like that. So basically, I used all my connections that I had back home to get the latest music. So I would talk to like um, the artists, I would talk to producers, since I already knew these guys personally, and get them to send me music. Then we had this podcast where we were playing Zimbabwean music to try and get people in the diaspora, like um, outside mm -hmm. Zimbabwe, to actually uh, listen to it and check it out. So it just grew and became this monster platform. And I think... Um, Back then, at the height, we're doing roughly about, I think maybe about between 11 and 15,000 um, listens on the podcast every month. And that was How huge. many? Be between 11 and 15,000. Wow, nice. But that was huge because at that time, there was no, there was no streaming platforms like uh, where people could really like do that stuff. Uh, but at the same time, it was almost like we were educating Zimbabwean listeners and other people who were just interested in African music mm -hmm. about um, the music using the podcast platform. But it was twofold. People didn't know what a podcast was. What's yeah, a podcast, right? True. Like People yeah. still struggle to understand that concept. So imagine we're trying to market this vehicle to tell people like, hey, 
this is a podcast listen to it uh, and we just did this thing like telling people like hey it's radio on demand listen to this Zimbabwe music it's amazing because everybody when they hear Zimbabwe music they don't really know what it is so okay. we did that for a long time i think we did that up until about 2013 wow um and we just ran this podcast and it became really really big it became so big that i remember in australia people knew i was in australia because you'd say it in the podcast people looked for me <laughs> and they were like we just want to know who's the guy behind this but i'm mm-hmm. i'm 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 pretty reserved i don't like being out there like like that so okay. it was kind of weird but i actually made some friends doing that but basically that's how the journey started but then um around 2017 after just missing podcasting for like three four years i was like god i gotta do something and i always wanted to do an african podcast where i would bridge the gap between anglophone africa lucophone africa francophone Mm. africa because if you look at any channel that we have they always like the french music is always played with other french music yeah or or french language compartmentalized that's true and i hate that i absolutely hate that so i was like come on like and this is the reason why like africa for me doesn't doesn't uh, do a good enough job of um monetizing within the conti- continent yeah. to try and get like um an artist from maybe Cabo Verde um doing a concert in Zimbabwe for example that's what i wanted so I that's why i started the whole podcast because i really wanted to group things together because i am tired of filtering case i hate it i don't like it filtering <laughs> yeah yeah as in the compartmentalization uh, where they just keep like English language countries by themselves. Talk about French talk language. about hating hating. It. Imagine me who sings <laughs> in English, French, and Portuguese, Kizomba, Zouk, Afro, all types of Afro, and people are always here trying to name me just one thing. So trust me, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you in the hating that. Yeah, and you you are interesting because. You can speak so many languages so for you music um can transcend so many cultures so many borders because a lot of people understand you from different songs exactly and and uh i always say that music is the only one of the only things that can travel without a passport music goes like i can i can do a song literally in right now put it on youtube in five minutes and it can be viewed in China in right. around 10 minutes. And it's something that has always been my dream. Back when there was the CD, everybody was happy because you made more money because you were selling CDs. Of course, you sell 10,000 CDs, you make 100,000 euros. You, 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 you sell 100 streams, you make only 300 euros. So. Of course, it's harder now for musicians, but I never been so happy because <laughs> back when I was making and I was selling hundreds of thousands of records, I was super frustrated because my venue were limited to where the CDs could go. Right. And so everybody was pissed about piracy because they were like, oh, we sold like hundreds of thousands or millions of 
copies of your album in, in Angola, in, 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 in Cameroon, in Congo, in Ivory Coast, and it's even in the US, but it's all pirate copies. And me, I was like, and me, I was like, and they were like, oh, we lost millions of euros. And me, I was like, wow, my music is going out there? That's the only thing I was interested in. That's why every time I spoke about piracy, I was like, eh, you know, it's good and it's bad for me at the same time because my name wouldn't have spread so much without piracy. As a businessman, I, and as a businessman, I understand the problem of piracy. So that's when, to me, when the streaming era began, begun, and once once we had the possibility through YouTube and through uh, and through Instagram, through through Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Music, etc. Once we had the possibility to just put my music in one place and it was available in the whole wild, wide world and it would just, if you find it, you can listen to it. This, this like was a solution to a lot of my frustration because I hated all this time making music for the world and having it only being available in French West Indies, Haiti and France. Yeah. I was like... I remember having like go going to the label yelling like back when I was my first my first album I was I was signed with Sony and when I was yelling like uh, so it was a sub label of Sony but I was yelling at them like yo I, I was in I was I went to Rotterdam and I went to a store and they were like yo they would love to sell my album but they don't have it why mm. why 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 and it would be like, yeah, listen, uh, that store we know what store you're talking about uh, they owe us money so we're not sending the album. And I was pissed and I was like, yo, but I got <sighs> people, I met like five people. They were like, yo, we love your music, but we cannot buy your album. We don't find it. And so I had people literally, uh, and I met a guy who was literally traveling from Portugal to Paris just to buy 50 or 100 of my albums and just to go back there and sell them in their shop. So people would have to come to France, take my album and sell them. And that's how that guy, I hired him to become my distributor in Portugal. And till, wow. till this day, he, he, he went from being my distributor and now he sells my shows. My God. So and, and I've been building that. Yeah. That is super interesting. You know, it, now that you say this, um, back when I was doing the Zimbabwean podcast, we actually did a documentary on oh. Paris. I want to see um, that. I'll send, I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. We did. We did. Uh, it was a like a series. But anyway, um, mm -hmm. oh, let me tell you a piracy story about that. Uh -huh. We did this documentary series, right? We put it on YouTube. Then we had people telling us that the um, TV station, the national TV station in Zim, was playing it on TV. Wow! But. They never contacted us. Okay. <laughs> so, Happened so to they me. Were taking, they were taking that content, but we, we uh, were just like, whatever. Um, we're too broke to get lawyers anyway. And Zimbabwe doesn't work like, doesn't work like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, but we did this documentary on piracy. And every artist was saying, you know what? Piracy is hurting us. Piracy is hurting us. People are selling um, fake CDs, blah, 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 blah crazy story this is basically like two or three years 
before the whole piracy, the whole game changed. Because yeah. in in Zimbabwe, there was a genre called urban grooves. So it basically was like we were singing American music in our own language. Okay. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Um, but two, three years later, a genre called Zim Dancehall came about. Okay. And basically, it's like a Zimbabwean... Uh, version of Jamaican reggae dance. Yeah, yeah, but the Zim dancer artists are typically were typically from um, like the ghetto, right? Okay. So they didn't have money to press CDs. They didn't have uh, yeah. you know money to pay DJs to play their music. Okay, and guess what they did? They started giving their CDs to like we have what we call the public transport. They're called combis, like mini. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, 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 those. Yeah, we have the same in Congo. So you oh, give to perfect. them, and that's it. It spreads the music, of course. And it spreads the music, Brilliant. and that's how Zim Danso actually became the biggest Zimbabwean urban genre. And the urban groups guys were complaining about piracy, while Zim Danso is winning. Exactly. And this is, and this is where piracy basically, like, they realized, like, it ended because the Zim Danso guys used. The resources to get their music out there so why are you telling me about your story i'm thinking this is exactly what happened in but Zim, because, but and, and that's the thing did. is like when i talk about knowing yourself and understanding your surroundings it is this there is that that medium and then there's this way and you have to use everything that's there if piracy is there you have to use it you have to use it You're because right. if you don't if you don't make money from selling the cds because a lot of people are pirating pirating your cds in a country then the promoters will come you will call you to come and perform and that's where you make your money back that's the yeah. way i see it so that's how i've always used piracy actually i remember that uh, uh when yusundur was signed to warner or sony i don't remember where he also built his own cassette plant in Portugal, so he would sell himself his pirate pirate cassettes by himself. <laughs> that is crazy. That's exactly what a, a guy that was doing um, caps uh, hats called Von Dutch. So he was, oh, yeah, he, was yeah, yeah, yeah. he was selling the original ones in. Uh, so the original ones were made in China right yeah so he would sell them for 200 a piece in uh all the big department stores macy's and etc but at the same time he would make another run after he, he, he get the order he would make another one he would put on chinatown to be sold at 20 20 bucks or 15 bucks by the old chinese pirates but all the money would go to him anyway that is absolute genius <laughs> exactly you have listen you have to do you have to to tackle everything from from both sides this is this is how how you survive in this game somebody oh is God. saying that uh, Vika is saying MJ and Keisha is a great duo thanks <laughs> like <laughs> Andre is saying talk a little about talk a little bit about the feeling of having won a Cora Awards with a single bounce baby mm. It was not. It's not just a one. I was. It's too high up there for me to to grab it. But it's not just a one. A Cora Awards in two thousand one. It's that I won 
best African artist. Oh, I won like that's the, big. And I won, uh, and then the next, the next, um, the next day, I was interviewed by CNN. So that was like amazing, nice. and because nice. uh, to my father, it was a moment of pride. And actually, one of the things I always dreamed of was making my father proud way more than making money so that's the moment i checked that when i had like all the the, the uncles the, and my mother tell me yo your father is beyond proud his son is on cnn like and, and back back then global news was a uh, global propa global propaganda whatever you want to see it was only cnn so the fact that I was interviewed in Inside Africa and that everybody could see it around the world, like three billion people, and like everybody was calling my dad, like politician, business people, like, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing your son. Da, da, da. Like, <laughs> like to me, best feeling in the world. And and uh, and I go, I won three Cora Awards. And I remember that uh, I probably told this story already, but on the on the second one, or maybe it was the first. No, no, no. Wait. No, I was on the second one. Uh, so the second time I went, that's when I met Michael Jackson and Nelson oh. Mandela. And Nelson Mandela the same day, like the same four hours. I met both of them. Like one, then I was like, oh my god, I just met Michael Jackson, and bam, Mandela in my face. <laughs> Oh my and god. Like, so hello, and he was like, you're hello, son. won the Carl Award, met Michael Jackson, and Nelson Mandela? Same, Bruh. same night. Who are you? Like, Who are you? 4 p.m., <laughs> I met Michael Jackson. 8 a.m., 8 p.m., I met, I met uh, Nelson Mandela. 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., I won the, the, the Cora Awards for Best African Artist. And, uh, and the next day in the morning, I was interviewed on CNN. <laughs> Please, like, twenty-five percent of life goals. <laughs> like, in less than twenty-four hours. Like, done. Ding, 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 ding. I was like, Whoa. It's like <laughs> that. That moment, it, it was like, yeah, you know, like, it's that one of those, one of those moments. So, Ag is talking about uh, the process. Uh, the whole point is making uh he has an inspired channel that could be a podcast itself the whole thing about falling in love with the process is something that i, I have applied and it works yeah you see amazing yeah yeah the process like you know a lot of a lot of people actually um they 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 mistake what is the point because they think the point is uh, fame women uh drugs whatever the real the real goal is actually to love the process of what you are doing and then once it took you where you wanted to go of course you enjoy where you are but then you have you need then the drive to go back to the process again so that's why you need new dreams new ambitions so either let's say you went from one to ten and uh you are ten now so you have to now dream about 
20. Mm-hmm. And on your way to 20, I mean, that's the way I am. On my way to 20, I'm thinking about how would be 30. That's how I am. And then when I'm at 100, I'm like, ah, how well? 200 would be nice. But then I start, <laughs> but then I start going other directions too. I'm like, yo, wait, see, yo, wait. Uh, if uh, all these process of things that I, that I did is now bringing me enough money that I don't need to go to 300, why do I go back to zero on something else while I'm comfortable and learn how to be excited about arriving on 10 on something completely different? Uh, something I've been doing for four months, for example, is uh, investing in, the, the, in Wall Street. Investing okay. in companies is something I never did. But I've been thinking about it for 20 years. But like 25 years ago, I, had, I, had, I didn't have money to put in there. But now I have it. And uh, so I devote a little bit of my time to investing. And, 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 and it's interesting because some of my fans who have been with me with the, for the beginning, like Abdu, who, who, who's probably still here, we all do it together. We have a group of, yeah, you know, some can put uh, 10 uh, per, per week. Some can put 100, some can put 500. We don't care, but we exchange information about why we think that, oh, it's great to invest in this stock and etc. And we are happy when we're like, yo, uh, I invested 10 and now I have 12. Or, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I put 150 and I have, a, I have a 160 something. It's... I love this process of, of, of becoming good at something and something else. And that's that's also why I have all these different names in music. Like the music that you guys are hearing in the back, it's one of my songs under the name Diamantero. And I love the process of building Diamantero because in the country of Keisha, Keisha is already worldwide famous. Whereas with Diamantero, I'm like back in the niche. Like I'm so happy to... to to make a hundred a hundred streams i'm like oh my god this song is making a hundred streams every 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 week it's amazing where like a hundred stream for keisha would be a nightmare because keisha pays the rent you know but then i can but then i can i can explore other things explore the music i can like i have a, I have a and then ideas are there but i always take the time to arrive to, to the, the end of something. Oh, not the end, but I mean, a critical mass adoption of something because I start dreaming of other things. Like, cause in my head, I'm thinking uh, all sorts of content, uh, podcast, uh, live, live streaming, uh, um, movies, series. I got like, I got three different series. I got a concept, the, the, the characters, the mood, everything about it i i have all these things in my head but i had them for 10 years but i'm not stressed because i'm like ah, let me arrive to where i need to go with one of these things and maybe when one of these things becomes so big it will serve as the money i need to fund that new thing or maybe just that the music will take me to a place where i will meet somebody one day that will tell me yo listen you uh, um, i make i make content for netflix uh, mm-hmm. let's sit down 
you know it's that's yeah. that's really the way i think it's just that when 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 the things happen you just have to be ready for them when they happen Paolo is you know saying, what sorry, being sorry, ready yeah, is a ahead. big one being ready is everything mm -hmm. Hoje tu és música dia e quando vou dormir no Spotify. Oh, obrigado. Obrigado, Paula. Continuas assim. She's listening to my music all the time. So, mm. I do agree. She's... It is, it is good. <laughs> Hi, Madalena. How are you? And where are you? Um... Uh, what did she say? Oh, so wait, he said something. I think he said that he loved. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for. I'm looking for a, a comment that he's replying. Uh, uh, there he goes. Until now, Bounce Baby is one of my favorite song ever. So it's a song I released in '98, and I wouldn't know you without a little help from piracy. Exactly. There you go. And Come to think of it, me too. <laughs> I'm guessing those were the good days. Keisha is one of the original digital artists of our days. I do agree. I am. I actually was dreaming of this world years ago. Like the first time I, I saw an MP3 and I heard about like ADSL, internet, butterfly, I was like, yo, that would be amazingly like actually I program because I, I also I'll know how to program a little bit and I programmed the whole store called the Sushiro Digital Ultra Store on my on my website Keisha.com like in 2000 and I programmed the whole thing in PHP and that was my first store before iTunes and then when I, iTunes was uh, iTunes started to exist I was like oh amazing put all my stuff in there and I think I'm probably one of the one of the first African artists to be on iTunes like and to and to own his own content and make money directly through iTunes and and realize like wait a minute I don't need a fucking label that's something I said to myself like years ago and so in 2003 when I start like selling everything online I took all the money I made I went to my first label and I said hello I came to buy my two first masters and now I own everything I do everything oh really yeah, yeah so yeah. you bought them back oh, I bought everything I bought I like my old catalog everything yep. belongs to me like oh no question publishing you, you are uh, an masters. advocate for ownership so yeah 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 I exactly can, can yeah yeah that. and that, and this is also why I don't sign people I don't sign people because I want people to own their stuff uh, I tell them, listen, let's do exchanges. Uh, you sing on a track for me, I own it, and I'll, I'll and I'll give you a beat, and then you can own it and release it yourself. This I, I always I love teaching people how to do it themselves because a lot of people are still asking, oh please help me, and I'm like, you don't need that. Like it's easy now. You have you don't need TV, you have YouTube. You don't need stores, you have Spotify, and you don't need a, a distributor because. Digital distribution costs you nine euros to release a song. So, what do you need a label for? Oh, you know, True so story. somebody can pay a video. Don't take your phone, shoot the video. <laughs> True story. Yeah. People are shooting movies with iPhones. What are you talking about? Exactly. You know, 
My brother, I want you to know that I respect you as a fan since I was a kid. And I have a lot of love for you and for your work and for yourself. Muito obrigado, Paula. So sweet. Rita is saying hi, guys. Hello. And Arlinda is saying we need to respect your story. Indeed, you need to respect my story. Amsterdam. <laughs> Don't ask me. Don't ask me about Amsterdam. Um, Julien is saying, uh, je me souviens de cette époque où il y avait une rumeur qui disait que Pididi qui fait ton, ton taf. Est-ce que c'est vrai? Je sais pas. Sûrement. Je sais que beaucoup de gens ont aimé mes musiques puisque ça passait même sur Hot 97. He asked me if uh, back, at, back in the days people were saying that PDD, Puff Daddy loved my, my stuff. And uh, ah. it's possible because I know that Mr. C was playing uh, one of my songs on, uh, on Hot 97. So he probably heard it like because I know that Wyclef knows me uh, and some of these guys know my work because that's music now. But uh, after that, I, I'm not sure. Bruno is saying cool. Michael Jackson told all his friends he met Keisha that day. I met Keisha. <laughs> Bruno! <laughs> Bruno is crazy. <laughs> Obrigado, DP. Uh, Bruno is saying I love the process of starting something from scratch too. That's true. That's true. Uh, my next will my next thing will be about healthy eating yeah because mm. you went from That's a big topic. you went from fatty to skinny you like skinnier than me now i'm the fat one now so yeah it's uh i mean listen that would be a great you that would be great youtube content like people are all into eating and eating healthy is the thing so i i do agree i I would I would follow the recipes and lose the 10 kilos I need to lose. Yeah, the one who said you don't miss the gym. I need I need to go. Hey, Ray Mac is in the area. Where's my Where's my orange? Wait, 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 my orange? Ray Mac is in the area. What up, my brother? So Ray Mac is the engineer who recorded my fifth album legendary mm -hmm. so he's uh that's oh good yeah. work and he's and he's the brother of uh sheila who's a who's a who's a great singer from congo uh that okay. made the song i don't know if you know les parler les gens and no, uh, she has that. she has one of one huge hit and that's the that's the brother oh okay so you're keeping it local huh dealing with congolese I yeah, see what you're doing. I mean, no, me, I'm, me, I'm worldwide, <laughs> but you know, some of them are there. It's only, it's, uh, only but it's, it's, it's always good to work with people. <laughs> Madalena, how are you guys doing? We good. Real good. AJ saying, uh, you have a vlog from 15 years ago where you are hanging out with Ali Angel in a pool in Cayenne, French Guiana, and you were talking about the digital future of music. It's still on your YouTube. Yeah. Everything I put on my YouTube never goes out, and that's true. I, I completely remember that vlog, and I was I was exactly saying all I'm saying now. I was like, that's the future. And back then, a lot of these people were watching me like I was talking Chinese. Like you're crazy. Now, all these people, when I say something, 
they just take notes and they start working because I usually talk about things before they happen. But yeah, because... basically just writing stuff down. I actually started uh, investing in crypto because of you. Ah, see, <laughs> listen, I actually what what I invested uh, two months ago just went up of of twenty percent, like. I made like uh-huh. I made 400 euros overnight on my on my XRP and my and my bitcoins. I was like, hey, I honestly thought, why not give it a try? And it's it's good to learn this stuff as well. Just reading books about it, because, um, you know, uh, before that, like, mm-hmm. I think we had a chat on Twitter or something about it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I remember. Uh, it's, it's like my Coinbase link. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out. And I was like, OK. I'm going in there. <laughs> uh, Max, but Mark, Jay's Ray, Ray Mac is saying Keisha Jobs. <laughs> Junior is saying that I'm very inspiring. Merci. Ton discours sur l'indépendance et la créativité surtout est captivant. What I'm saying about independence and creativity is captivating. Thank you. Grim on the beat, hey! What up, Grim? Tomorrow I might record a song of one of your beats. I might. Hey, Diane! Welcome, what's popping today? You missed 80 minutes. Uh, you know, you can always go back, so don't worry. And don't... Don't tell me you passed that level. The next one. We're playing a game together. <laughs> she reached the level where I was blocked for a year and she passed for it. a year yeah yeah and were you just not playing or you I just, just play when I'm in the, when I'm in a plane that's, that's my that's my that's a game that is difficult enough but it's frustrating me because I've been stuck on that level for a whole year and then that's so, a long time to be stuck on so, so yesterday so yesterday night she was at level 24 when I'm stuck at 35. And then while I was talking live, she just disrupted my life by saying that she just passed the level where I'm stuck. So um, so she sent me a video of how she beat it. I didn't, I didn't open it yet because I, uh, but I'm pretty, I'm, I'm actually, I forgot to block her from my YouTube channel. <laughs> I thought you were going to take up the challenge and be like, tonight I'm passing this level. I'm passing it, but I'm, I'm going to follow her video. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> G-Spot is saying, I use eToro for crypto. Which one you use? I do everything in Revolut and Coinbase. So let me tell you something about uh, Bitcoins, right? Bruno is saying I'm playing Elite Dangerous while listening to you. I don't know what is Elite Dangerous. What is Elite Dangerous? Let me check. Elite Dangerous. Let me see. Elite Dangerous. Sounds like a game. Oh, Elite. Oh, I used to love that game. My brother was, oh, it's it's like a big mega game when everybody plays together in space they have spaceship like factions and like yo 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 yeah elite was the thing oh yeah space simulator amazing it's it's, it's amazing um if listen if i start go, going into 
things like <laughs> it, I would actually just start doing it live and start playing like uh, yeah that's a new version of the 1984 game it's amazing and it, it's all played online oh man this game was 1984 yeah but that they, they need a, they need a new version uh, i'm gonna right. watch some some twitch video of people people playing it so like stuff. you know back when i heard about bitcoins one bitcoin mm -hmm was 0 0.0001 euro or dollar yeah so with with like 20 20 dollars you could buy like hundreds hundreds of, of thousands of bitcoins mm -hmm. and it was just like something between people right and there's a guy from from norway i remember that uh so this guy from norway back then he he bought twenty five dollars, right? Yeah. Twenty five dollars worth of Bitcoin, and he had like I don't know thousands of Bitcoins for that money, and he just let them sleep there. He just bought it because he heard about it. He was like, oh, just like me. Oh, that's cute. Cut. Put twenty five. Live his life. When a Bitcoin reached twenty thousand dollars, he had. 8 million or 80 millions i don't remember i don't, I don't oh remember my god like, and he and he invested i think it was 8 million uh let me let me let me let me let me look it up uh, vision bitcoin right you said 8 million yeah. do you know what i i need 8 million right now what are you talking about uh he said yeah so in 2009 he bought 27 dollars worth of bitcoins and forgot about them and when he woke up it was worth nine hundred thousand and then he went up again to five uh, five million or something so at that time in 2009 i remember that i was i was watching the same thing i was checking it like I remember we were uh g-spot is saying we were in the studio at that time and i remember really well that after one of us uh, one studio session when we were, we were recording legendary i was i was reading about that about bitcoin about like oh that's that's interesting so i went i set up an account in coinbase and i said to myself yeah. let me put 300 euros in there mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, because I like to do, that's the things I do. Put it there and we'll see. And when one Bitcoin reached 20,000, I was like, yo, I think I invested in that stuff. So I go to Coinbase. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm like, yeah, Coinbase. So I go to Coinbase. And when I go to the website, I see that. It shows me my email and it shows me my password. So it means that, yeah, I have an account in there already. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Did, did, did I, if this guy made 5 million, <laughs> it means that I made 50 millions. So I go in the thing, 
and uh, it, it tells me that everything is set up. My account is verified and I'm ready to invest. When, uh, what am I investing? And actually, somehow, for whatever reason, I never put the 200 in there. Oh my God, Keisha. I know. <laughs> oh no. So, um. Ah, oh, Keisha, come on. Yeah. Listen. Oh man. Yeah, this is, <gasps> but this is not, a, it's a life lesson. The lesson is next time be ready. That's the lesson. I'm hurting for you right now. Listen, no, I'm I'm not because I mean I, I take that for okay, next time you have an idea like that, make sure you invest the money. So for example, right now I invest I invested uh, in XRP, which is it's worth uh when I when I stopped buying XRP was worth uh 14 cents and i have 5000 xrps and if it becomes the next bitcoin i'll be ready and if it doesn't it's okay because i was ready so i had no regrets and i also have bitcoins yeah. now but of course now i have zero point something bitcoins i think i think i have zero point <laughs> zero point eighteen bitcoins which is still two thousand uh dollars but uh yeah you know at a point you you learn, you learn. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a process, yeah. you know. That's that's. Uh... And you know what? Like, it's interesting you say that because the fact that it's a process, right? I think one part of um, becoming a better person and growing in anything you do is you have to be okay with the things you've done. Exactly. Um, even if maybe you know you didn't do something right, or in this case, you didn't invest in Bitcoin, which. I don't know. I feel like I'm mad at you for that, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> like no. you have to be okay. You have to be okay with with that because yeah. part of growing is like saying, "Look, okay, fine. Maybe I didn't get it last time, but I'll get it this time." And you have to keep your money on the prize and learn from those lessons. Because if you don't learn, that's where you don't grow. That's where you don't reinvent in, yourself. And yeah, in two thousand and eight. Uh, so Bruno is saying the truth is if you had won 50 million we wouldn't have you probably <laughs> indeed Bruno indeed uh, you know maybe I needed first to finish this mission and then you know G-Spot is saying you have, we have to invest in a tele consulting medical tele consulting yeah, yeah that's the future yeah, investing those stocks. Oh, nice That's one. true. That is true. You know, uh, in two thousand and eight, I made uh, on so I was I was performing a lot, making a lot of shows, and I made uh, in one day a hundred and fifty thousand euros of copyright from one album. So I had that money, and I had nothing to do with it. I was just because I was I was performing, so I was making enough money though that I didn't need to touch that money. So I left it in my account, yeah. and I was just like, okay, you know, let's let me, let me buy a TV, let me buy like a new computer, da 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 da. I, I was still left with probably a hundred and thirty, 
and for the last for the for the next for the next uh seven years i lived yeah. with that money i invested what i needed on stuff that i needed but the rest i was just keeping it there and uh i think actually when i moved to portugal i still had a lot of that money that i used to 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 come here pay my my first one year of rent uh buy all my furniture because i when i came here i started from zero i was like ah i'm leaving everything that is there there computers this this i just taking hard drives two boxers a t-shirt the pair of jeans i have everything else i will just start a new life out there so i just i put the essentials on a, like my my music studio and my my equipment in a in a in a truck to come to to lisbon and everything i left there so i, I probably had a after seven years around 30,000 left or something and that's what I, I used to move here but then i went to miami and when i was in miami i met a guy called frank dosa uh and he told me oh you know uh, i'm in the apartment business i sell apartments here in my in south beach miami on all those towers with seaview etc and we we come from a rough 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 market because of the crisis of the subprime in 2008 yo yeah it was a nightmare we had um we had like uh prices go down 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 at the point that one apartment in miami was costing forty thousand dollars in 2000 40k 40k like and i'm talking about you see you know miami yep so you have ocean drive in front of the sea uh-huh. and then you have uh lincoln drive and then you have washington yep. so those three so he, he was saying that on lincoln so like 10 minute walk from the sea you could buy an apartment yeah. you could buy a one bedroom apartment in when when it was the crisis 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 you could buy an apartment a one bedroom in miami south beach for forty thousand dollars and it was even anybody and it was even worse and it was even worse if you go in in other other states in the u.s like maybe not like posh stuff like if you could go to detroit you could have an you could have a house for twenty thousand because a lot of people didn't have the money to pay their mortgage so a lot of Pretty people much. were abandoning the house so some houses like you could have some houses for 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 five thousand dollars if you wanted to live in the ghetto or whatever but you could but and some people at that time they just came with their money and they just bought everything exactly and so i'm hearing him i was like wait a minute wait a minute 40k for an apartment and he was like yeah yeah, yeah. what we did so what we do our business is uh so what we've been doing like since the crisis is we we get apartment for f- we help people buy this apartment at 40k 50k and then they give us an extra 10k and with that money they we we um we refurbish the whole apartment we, we do new paint blah, blah, blah. we go to ikea we, we get some nice furniture and then after that we rent we we rent for them either uh short term people who come for two weeks students that pay premium to stay in that location because yep. this 
this market didn't fall or even people who just take for a long term and we take 10% and we handle everything for you and you receive your email with your statement, how much money you make every month, da 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 da, da. And because of the, the prime location, people from outside, students would pay a good $2,000 for those apartments, but you can buy them. So yeah. in, in, yeah. In, uh, in, in three or four years, you paid your apartment back. And the worst part is that those apartments after five years, five, six years, were now all worth 400,000. Wow, that's times 10. Because then everything <laughs> went back up, right? And yeah, yeah. so I'm like 40K. Wait a minute. In 2009, I just touched the copyright money from the album Lydis, and I had in my bank account around 200,000. And if I take my 200,000, back then $1, one euro, one euro was, uh, one, one, one euro was $1.5. So my, my money, my, I took 100,000, if I take $100,000, I have 150, so I can buy free in Miami. And then I would, yes. and then I would just be like, yo. So I didn't see this as a failure. I saw this as a lesson and I just said to myself, next economic crisis in 10 years, 15 years, just be ready. And here, and here we ready. are and welcome Corona. I am ready. <laughs> I, I've, I've been preparing for you. I've been preparing for the economic outcome that this will create for even the country that I live, Portugal lives from tourism. I know that yeah. if there's a global crisis in the economies, this country will suffer, prices will go down, I will move from this apartment because I will be able to come and say, okay, oh, you need money because nobody has money to pay for your rent? I pay a whole year. Boom. Change apartments. Oh, I won't buy this. Oh, I'm buy this when the listen, when the you can ask uh, some people when the when the stock exchange just dropped 50% uh, last month. I was talking to one of my fans and I was telling him, yo, 100, 200, 300, you just get your money ready because it's falling soon. Is gonna fall and that was before coronavirus it was like just i was just saying yeah listen the economy is about to go down for x reasons that i i, I feel it i know it and then we had all this 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 moment that we are living and everything went down and everybody was and like i was seeing the value of everything that i invested be divided in two and when everybody was calling me, what do I do? I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Finally, the time <laughs> has come. The time has come. Money in. Like, and because I was getting ready for that moment. And when it, when it so it's, it's been going back up now. And yeah. everything, that I, everything that I had went back to the original price. Plus the money that I put in. 
made it go up. So I made money on the crisis. And I know it's going down again because we're not done. But all this, all this state of mind, I owe it to missing the Bitcoin revolution uh, in 2009 and missing the, the, the crisis of the subprime and while I had the money. That's the worst part. Yeah. When you think like that, that is the worst part. Like I could okay. buy four of these fucking apartments. Oh but, my God. But at, that is, that's how you learn. Fox. You live, you learn. Go. You live, you learn, you know, great life. Thanks. Music is life. Uh, <laughs> true. Merci, Julien. He says, I'm a, I, I'm, I love my freedom. A true artist. True. Mm -hmm. A friend of us bought two apartments in 2009. Exactly. Even even bought a hotel, uh, a bungalow in in the West Indies, and he, he went from one, and now he has like a full chain. And he was a singer too. Great investment. You know, it is time for new investment and opportunities. Exactly. You can see this. You can see this uh, this moment as, uh, of course, if you lose somebody that you love actually uh my the, my my uncle just lost his wife to to, to covid so you know rest rest in oh, peace to I'm her so sorry you know and uh so it it is it is a sad moment for a lot of families a lot of people are suffering mental health is hard right now but it is also a time let, let me let me show you my something that i sell on my on my website so this is my website my my uh, my clothing store shadowwear.com let me go to chrome this is i sell this mask that you can use right yeah like a face cover uh-huh and i also sell now since today face masks the three pack Three pack for 20 bucks, 20, 20, 20 euros. Go ahead and buy them, shadowware.com. Because why not? Because why not? <laughs> <laughs> because, yo. You do have to you, wear those. So, because yeah, you have, we have to wear them. So, mm -hmm. because we have to wear them, if, if, I can, if I can sell them for the people and have them nice, black, stylish, why why not because it, because because in in the next at least until the end of 2021 it's going to be mandatory to come out of your house with a mask so anybody who's selling masks can make a fortune and they said of course either if you work you have to to sell on um you have to sell on a how you call that? You have to sell on. Uh, you have to. You have to wear those. Uh, the N95 ones. Uh, if you if you are work, or and if you are a normal citizen, you can wear the, the the surgical ones. And it's enough to wear some that can protect you enough that, like, and those ones that that are, that I sell on um on my website that disappeared. So those ones, yeah the you know two layers of fabric etc etc and any it, it's against microbes made it made in the eu or in the us and uh you can use them to protect yourself 
So, of course, I'm going to sell them and, and wait because um, this I'm just getting started. I'm not going to design some of them with uh, African, uh, African designs and all the things we need to make them stylish. Because people need to buy them anyway. That's just making good use of whatever situation. At a point, you have to do it. Hustle, you baby. To. You have to hustle. Yeah. Be ready. Be listen, ready. Listen, when you lose the Bitcoin revolution, when you lose $50 million and you lose four apartments in Miami, trust me, you're ready. <laughs> and listen, I'm not, I haven't been getting ready for... Oh, it was two years ago. It was in 2009 that I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> okay, next train. But that's the way I think. That's really the way I am. I'm, I'm not like, oh, fuck me. No, I'm like, ah, next train. Next train. I was you like, don't spend days crying yeah. about no, it. I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm just like, damn. Like, I, 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 okay. I take a whole day to go. Okay, wait. I remember I had 250 euros. I was like, let me put on that Bitcoin thing and just leave it there just in case i remember very well so 250 euros in exactly 2017 i would have sold them for 80 million i know it and it's okay it's okay because it's not like i'm i'm poor i'm not poor i'm i'm good but 80 million <laughs> amsterdam would have been different I feel you. Oh, Amsterdam. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Linda. <laughs> you guys are passing great knowledge. Thank you. That's that's the point. That's the value of here. And uh, as I always say, uh, as I always say, uh, if you find great value here, you can, first of all, send these videos to people. You can, uh, so we can have new subscribers. And um, you can also, uh, if you have uh, money to to spare, uh, you can go to the to the link and donate because uh, you know money doesn't grow in trees, and uh, at least yeah, you know it's uh, money for the value. And uh, if you can't, uh, you can just go to Spotify and play my music. Or next time you, you watch one of my videos on YouTube and there's an ad, don't pass the ad. So at least it's going to be a way of, of paying paying for that value without uh, taking money out of your pockets. So whatever works for you. And uh, unless unless you have 10,000K and you're like, or 10K and you're like, yo, this guy deserves 10,000 and I'll take that too. <laughs> <laughs> I think that used to happen in the days of auctioning CDs. Um, like when you sell your very first CD for an album. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you ever did this uh, for, for your albums, but no, say in Zim, a lot of artists, like when they do it, right? When they do their launch, yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. auction the CD. And I think one guy, this is like a year or so ago, sold these first cd for twenty thousand US dollars. Wow. actually Bruh, somebody like, nice. one angolan guy who, who i think was part of the presidential family 
told me yeah. he was a big fan of mine and he was he was willing to pay me to like have the first the first copy of the album like before it was released and i mean i, I look at him like it's, it's crazy just buy it in the store like, no 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 I'll, i'll pay you i'll pay you to have the first copy before everybody like and whatever the price and and then somebody told me yo this guy has millions he's like he might give you 15,000 50,000 or something and, and i was like no nah, you're buying in the store i don't i don't want to owe anybody that kind of thing like i mean that's that's the way i was raised you know i'm and but i mean now that i think about it like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should have taken the uh, five years of rent <laughs> <laughs> But that's interesting, though, because uh, I guess I guess for you, when you decided not to take it, he probably thought you were crazy. Yeah, but I mean, um, I've, I've never been, I've never been like, even like when people throw money on you, I never feel uncomfortable. And I know in Africa, it's a it's a it's a it's a proof of respect. I know that. But mm-hmm. it feels, you know, feels strange to me. Uh but uh i mean it felt strange back then i would i would i would probably be different today i would be like yeah how much today but uh this whole time i was still trying to i've always struggled with the acceptation of uh of uh and uh, and uh, with the the idea that i want to make it by myself you know i've, mm. I've struggled for mm. a long time with that like and, and 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 because of that sometimes i took the long road when like my, my dad could make a phone call, you know, but, but you just decided now I was like, nah, I want to make it by myself. And because when you have, uh, everybody telling you, ah, oh, you don't deserve it because your parents have this, or your mom does this, or your mom has a club, your dad is a politician, this, that, 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 that he just created a, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to show you. But when I look about, when I look at it, like now I'm like, Bro, like, did you you have to lose all this time to prove this thing to those people that you don't even like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> which which doesn't make sense. But uh, you know what? At the same time, though, like at the same time, he made you he made you who you are, and 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 he made my parent yeah. proud. They don't they don't see me as a as a kid that like listen. I could have told my dad uh, buy me an apartment twenty uh, years ago. He would have done it, especially at that time. Uh, I could have said, "Oh, uh, Uncle Johnny, Jana, I, I know you work with Michael Jackson. Can you, can he listen to this or something?" I could have asked another uncle, "Oh, please, uh, I want this. I want to do this. Can you talk to that person so my 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 music plays on that radio or that? Can you order those people because?" those were the days where their their my dad had that level of power in my country can you order those radios to play my music mm-hmm. but i no I, i wanted him to one day walk somewhere and hear my music and be like yo that's my son and people to say yeah yeah you kesha's that oh my god these people and that happened So would you call yourself driven or stubborn? 
Both? <laughs> I think yeah. I think both. I'm 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 I, and I would I believe that I would call myself stubborn until I reach 35 years old mm-hmm. and starting mm-hmm. from 35 I start moving from stubborn to driven because I became mm-hmm. wiser by every mistake and I became I start as you know one day I spoke yeah. to a guy named Peter and he told me you know what is your problem Keisha and I said I don't think I have a problem but tell me and he told me you are always the most intelligent in the room and I was like oh so why it is why why is he the problem and he's like well because you are always the most intelligent in the room you are actually the one teaching people and you find yourself always frustrated when those people only do 10% of what you told them mm-hmm. but you never learn other than by yourself and those people that you talk to other than slowing you down they don't take you to the heights the heights that you need you are 100 you teach them how to count until until 100 but they only know how to count until 10 so you might show these some people how to count until 12 but when you start talking to them like oh, listen when you will reach 30 you will love it those people are like what the hell is this nigga talking about <laughs> when you should sit down with the people who know how to count until 1000 because those mm. people will because you here dreaming of 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 200 when these people can show you how to reach a thousand and this will make you walk like way further because you you have the abilities to do that and right. then I was like, I was like right. and he was like you were the type of guy who should sit down with the zuckerbergs the the jobs the the yep. the, the sindar Pichai, like the sergey Bre- sergey brin the, the elon musk you the type of person who should sit down with these people and maybe it's time for you to stop even if you love giving and 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 talking with giving information to those who need it but it's time maybe that you start sitting down with people who can give you the same information you're giving to other people so you can go from 100 to 1000 and you and and he told me you I see you sitting with these people you would have a blast and they would have a blast because they would enjoy talking to somebody who's into music like you could sit down with Daniel Ake of Spotify and not only he would like talk he would love talking to an artist that also knows everything about the platform he built and can give him critics Because when I sit down with the guys from YouTube, they actually ask me for advice about the platform. A lot of changes that happen in YouTube today, I've seen I've seen them two years ago. 
because mm -hmm. after giving them so much critic they just put me in the beta test and most of the time uh yeah i have to sign those papers and i can see some functionalities before they happen and i actually i'm one of my my channel my youtube channel has a contract the guy told me that nobody has I have a special mm -hmm. contract on youtube because of uh because of all the music i own without being a company as a person i own more than 500 songs so they had to make a contract for me so that i could put all my music on youtube i can monetize them on my channel and also in other people's channel and normally they give this to big label or distribution i do it myself directly and i have tools where i can go i can see i can go on youtube and see all the places all the videos where my music is playing and how much money is bringing me and i actually make more money on youtube from other channels than my own channel because of that wow and that's because every time they would call me yo i'm a youtube manager uh you we think you should do this you should that i was like nah 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 you guys should do this 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 this, this. why you don't do this why you don't <laughs> i sent uh, uh, so this guy now is a. Uh, he is not manager anymore because he went up now on the on youtube and he was here in london and he came yeah. he was in lisbon he was here in lisbon and he came to me for advice actually about his business at youtube about what should he do and i was That's giving him good. yeah i was giving him uh business advice and he he, he reports directly to Lyra cohen who's the head of music on youtube but he came to me for my opinions on what he should do and i was sending him a message uh, last week and i was telling him yo listen all the artists on youtube you guys should for all the artists have us being able to have the super chat so that when we can do when we do live people can give us money straight from our youtube channels when they, when i do a live like this receive money just like that without having to take go to another link they could just be there chatting and saying yo i love what this guy is saying let me give him two two dollars this should be yep. on all artists page what are you guys doing and he was like oh you know the labels are taking a lot of time you know it's uh it's a big company and i was like yeah guys what are you doing i'm, I'm about to just like it exactly you're like, like it. and like and my guy from new york peter uh, that I've known him since 99 and he's a guy he did uh, salt and pepper so he's, he's not like and he, oh, this guy right. was he was telling me you need to stop hanging out with people who are not bringing you nothing or stop having I mean you can hang out with who you want but you need to stop having one hour or two hour conversations with people who you are giving them too much food for their brains. They don't even understand half of what you're saying. They're and not at the same wavelength. Exactly. And you should start hanging out with captains of industries, people who who are in big businesses and, and who love you too. And so at least when you give an idea, those people might say, that's a great idea. But did you think of da 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 And I'm like, wow. And that's exactly what I've been doing ever since I had that conversation with that person in 2014. And he called me from New York. He's, I haven't spoke to him a long time. And he just told me, yo, bro, mm -hmm. start, start thinking about the people around you and start 
in like it's not like not talking to them anymore but start asking yourself who's useless and just <laughs> you can you can keep them as friends but when you like who who should i call call somebody who's who's who has mental food for you too and then you can have conversation between each other on a, on an equal level instead of you talking alone and the person saying yeah that's true you know so that you can both elevate elevate each other and also try to speak to people who are more sway way smarter than you you know try to sit down with people who invent platforms talk to people you know who, you know that the fact that you say that mm-hmm. i love it because it shows that you've already been forward thinking from um from an early stage in your career yeah. but also the fact that you actually see things um in a visionary kind of way so for example like the way they try to apply um you know maybe uh, spotify apple music uh, the same model they use in european markets or mm-hmm. uh, the western markets they yeah. try to apply it to africa but it doesn't work because they don't understand how things work in africa for example like yeah. when it comes to music we all know most countries in africa music is sort of like an expendable luxury it's not something that you people are ready just to say you know what this is music um people don't accept their kids doing music because mm-hmm. they're like yeah. why are you doing music exactly like, they're like you could be a lawyer you could be a doctor you oh, could i had those conversations with my dad don't worry he was <laughs> why like doing- music is yeah. a hobby <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand me and then you're having fights with your parents because your parents don't understand you but your parents are saying no 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 this is africa you yeah. only do music if you fail in school but the same thing is these companies really need people like yourself to take their platforms to the next level on the african side of things exactly whenever, whenever they try to just copy and paste the model it doesn't work it doesn't work the, the, and this is the same reason why starbucks failed in south africa mm-hmm. like they went there and they're like yeah south africans will spend money south africans are like what 40 rand for a cup of coffee yeah. you're joking mm-hmm. you know what i mean and this is this is this is why these conversations are important it, because someone like you knows even the even for example understanding how you monetize music on the african continent you will not be able to have people pay x amount per 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 month because the infrastructure is not there but everybody is used to buying cards that they can scratch to find a number and put the code in their phone already so this is how you monetize that's how you have to do it in there and yeah listen if i was working for spotify i would just tell them yo do this 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 like africa you have to do this like that like that like that work with the telephone companies have it directly put in this and and in 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 a, in a lot of ways africa is way more advanced on technology because we already all having the use of digital wallets in our countries it's, oh yeah. my god where, where you is are the revolution the guy. that is exactly it, it that, is. you're so right yeah yeah Somebody's saying uh you mentioned your mom and dad but I'm sure you they will never realize the hard work behind your career. I think they do. I think I think I think they do because um like they've seen me. I remember my mom looking at me like 
son, we live in like the most expensive neighborhood in France. Why do you always go to the ghetto? Why? Like, we didn't work. <laughs> your, your father came from nothing and made it. Not for you to go to the ghetto. And I was like, yeah, but that's the only place where I can rap. That's where the shows are. And I was like, yeah, well. But <laughs> with time, yeah, they became my biggest fans. But of course, I mean, there's a lot of things that you go through. You have to go through them alone. And and maybe, maybe one day. I mean, I know that sometime I, my, my, when I when I when like this, I, I, I do it on YouTube. Sometime my dad watches. Uh, oh, or, really? Yeah, yeah. And my my mom tells me that uh, these days because you know he's not a, he's not in the Senate. Uh, because everybody's is is on quarantine there, so sometimes he's there. He watches. He watches my show. He listens to what I said. And my dad is a guy that he wrote books. He run. He run the country. Uh, so he he's the, basically the shoes that I have to feel if I wanted to go in politics are nice too much. But the fact that you know he's like last time he actually commented on 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 on, on the thing. I was like, wow, you know, it's. And it's strange for me, like, you know, the, I remember the first time I had a show. Until uh, so back then, my show was super sexy because I was singing on the song. So I was taking girls dancing with them. And I remember one time <laughs> they made me a surprise because the, the owner of a club, Atl Atlantis in Paris, he was a good friend of my dad. They used to go to the casino together or something. And uh, so I'm, per I'm, I'm I come to perform and my parents are there in the VIP in front of me while I perform. I was so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> like I have so much respect for my parents that all of a sudden singing in front of them I remember that was like the first time I was like oh my god I was not able to like perform like fully uh but now I do it all the time you know every time I do a show that would have been my, so awkward yeah. but now when I when I do shows like my father is there his friends are there like other politicians come their children are there so you know it's a it's a it's amazing too so yeah look uh, Miss Essay is saying your song question my heart uploaded by other ch youtube channel has more than two million views and that's a higher view count than on your own channel and i actually don't mind because all the views on that other channel i make the money because of the special contract i have with youtube nice so whenever anybody upload my video for example i think my video diamonds on my YouTube channel has 5 million views and on another channel it, ha it has between 8 and 10 million views and to me it's just 15 million views that's the way I see it and that's why I don't mind being decentralized because I monetize from everything uh, that is that is a good that is a good contract Galina is saying uh, so we should rather follow your live chat on YouTube rather than Facebook. Yes, you should rather follow it on YouTube because I only go on you on uh, on Facebook sometimes. Most of the time, uh, I do it on YouTube uh, because uh, I prefer that platform, and because that on YouTube I also cut the best parts and do 10 minutes video with them and uh and actually even if it's, it's free content the replay is monetized so when people see it again so maybe it's going to be like 300 people watching it tonight 
but the next thousand people who will watch it during the next two three days those will be monetized on youtube on facebook and on facebook you don't have all the shows uh one country make payments and transfer phone to phone yeah exactly a lot of them yeah like, uh, kenya for example i think uh, there's yeah. a they they have lot kenya's you know, got mpesa mpesa yeah and uh yeah congo so too econets yeah 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 uh, eco cash yeah exactly um, and listen and in the us uh one one company that i'm invested in called square they have a company they have this application called cash app and everybody's just sending each other money and here in europe oh that is huge this is huge like people just uh, say oh here's my cash app and boom and uh one me here in port here in, in europe i use revolut and on revolut like uh because i i, I do I, I i do the business of uh because i have an i have a youtube network meaning that uh I don't just own my channel. I own seven YouTube channels, including the my wife's channel. So right. when I'm when I make when I make uh when her channel makes money, I pay her I pay her directly through Revolut. And uh, so she has her own credit card and I just send her her money and, and to send uh whatever she makes on YouTube, it takes one second and that's amazing. Rather than ah, oh, send it to the bank account takes four days and come back. Now, come on, that's that's all. And then they probably they probably charge you crazy money for that as well, um, because you're using. No, the I don't bank. use Monzo. <laughs> Sorry, somebody was asking. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's there's really um, there's a lot of, of of different like listen the and this economic crisis will accelerate a lot of things too. True. Uh, and it, I mean, I'm saying this economic crisis. It didn't. It didn't arrive yet. Like, it's yet <laughs> like right now, it's the sanitary it's crisis. But the economic crisis that will happen with like all this employment in the U.S., uh, all the factories that are closed in China or have been closed for all this time, uh, all these countries that are the, the ones who buy the things, and not talking about the the price of oil that complete completely oh, dropped because tanked. nobody is using it it absolutely tanked so all this will generate a huge global economic crisis and you just have to be ready because a did, lot of things will change did you hear that um, um some american companies and european companies are pulling out of china because of this whole mess the thing is this I don't believe in all these companies pretending that they can pull out of China. And I can tell you why. Tell me why. This is an iPhone. It costs... Uh, they sell it for a thousand and it mm -hmm. costs them 400 to make. Because even if a lot of parts come from a lot of areas of the world it is designed in california but it is built it's assembled in assembled in china in shenzhen by foxconn if it was assembled in europe with the price we pay our people the price that people are not willing to get 
uh, in America and etc. The social security, all that stuff. This would cost two thousand. So nobody will buy a phone for two thousand. And the people who buy a phone now for four hundred or whatever Android phones, Mo Poco, whatever Xiaomi, all these phones, uh, yeah. Huawei, etc. If they cost that money, is because China is the factory of the world, and it is the factory of the world because a lot of people accept. A lot of people come from villages and places, and to them, winning uh, the amount of money that they make is a fortune for them. And I'm not saying that is great or whatever. I'm not here to compare the different people, but they have a different work ethic out there, and they are willing to do a lot of things in those factories that we are not willing to do. So, if everybody wants to pull out of China, and if the public wants people to pull out of China, go ahead. But are you ready to pay the price of whatever is that is now built here will cost with our our government used to rape us with taxes uh, all that stuff the prices of all the goods will double or triple and i know mm -hmm. that nobody will agree to go to zara and because everything is now built in uh in france the dresses that you used to buy for 30 now cost 90 you are all gonna yell so leave me with all that hypocrisy everybody will stay in china <laughs> because they need to and because most of these company china probably bought 30 percent of all of them long time ago because they've been in the shadows doing their thing and their plan as is a hundred is a hundred year plan to own the world so yeah. while we were here like people don't even know that a lot of these hotels have been bought by china long time listen electricity of portugal EDP, the uh, the national company, belongs fifty percent to China. Wow. Cause yeah, and because all the money we've been sending there to build our stuff, they are reinvesting this money in all our companies. And while all these companies, their stocks is down, what do you think they come do? They go, oh, <laughs> like the same thing I'm doing. Like remember, I like, remember. I went and saw the stock of American Airlines. I was watching the news. I was like, oh, all the planes are not flying anymore for we don't know how much time. I saw stocks go from $30 one, one action to, to 10. I went and bought like 20. So mm -hmm. in my, and, and I'm me with my small means, I can ask, yeah, I can, I can spend a thousand in, uh, in stock in, in, a, in a month, but I'm talking about people that can buy a billion in stock. Mm -hmm. What you think they're doing right now? Well, everybody is 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 all the all the world economy is getting destroyed right now. It's crashing. They have billions <laughs> of dollars that is owned to them by the US. So they are gonna spend that money on all these economy saying, hey, we can sell, we can save you. Oh, by the way. Yeah, we have the masks. You have masks? Oh, you don't? We have some. Oh, uh, you us. know what? That is interesting. <laughs> that is also interesting because that's exactly what's happening, right? They, a lot of the companies that were making things that have nothing to do with um, PPE, uh, personal protective equipment, have pivoted. And they're now doing masks. 
And that was a strategic business move because remember the economy closed for non-essential services. Yep. If you're making masks, guess what you become? An essential service. Boom, you're back in business, back in the economy. Did you see, did you see what, I tweeted, uh, what I tweeted today? I tweeted, Which one? I tweeted, if you're in the mask business, you are in business. Yeah. Yes, I and, saw that tweet. And then my next tweet was, oh, by the way, shout out where we sell masks. <laughs> <laughs> the three pack, the black one, good by so, shadowware.com. <laughs> listen. They they why why like I don't I don't me I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I don't mm -hmm. believe that these this virus was created by whatever, whatever. He might have escaped from a laboratory, but I don't think so, whatever. But what is what is crazy about China is how much this happened, and because it's a it's a place where a lot of Chinese are taught to believe in their government and their president is their father. So when father said everybody stay home, they stay home. So they could contain. They probably who knows. Uh, said they only had 3,000 deaths, it might have been 10 times more. And I don't know why all all occidental media care that much about how much, because it doesn't change a thing. It doesn't. Uh, it really doesn't. But what you know is that they have been exposed to viruses from that region for like a few, a few, a, a decade now. So because they already had COVID, COVID the, fir the first coronavirus 10 years SARS. ago and SARS and before yeah. SARS, they had, they had the other one. MERS. They've been, I think MERS was more in the uh, Middle East, but uh, yeah, yeah, they had, they had COVID, the first COVID, then MERS, then SARS. And then again, yeah. and then they also had the one in, of Hong Kong. So they, and they have a lot of pollution. So out there, it is normal to wear a mask in the streets. Sure. Most people wear a mask because there's so much pollution out there. Yeah. So even if the, the situation was, was unfortunate for them because they, ha they had to close all their factories, all of a sudden, everybody was needing masks in the other side of the world. So once- And guess this, where the masks were coming from? from from there so they was like yo listen we can make this 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 a lack of luck we can transform it into something and this is where they are they are strong and a lot of of these countries of our countries for example like in portugal the government was smart enough that they asked the beer makers to make the the thing for the hand they, and sanitizer. They had, but yep. they, they said it like straight away, like in the beginning. And when they told us, they told us to, to they closed everything. Like, I think they said it's a pandemic. The next day, everything was closed. So they were fast. and They, they were quick. And they asked China for masks, like from the beginning. Like, like yo, bring in the mask where like countries like, like France, they, they were stuck without masks for the first two or three weeks. And and a smart a smart move would have been to tell everybody that's in the text, textile industry 
yo stop whatever you're doing because you won't sell it in any stores and mask 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 and right now fast yeah and that that's what germany did and that's when you see people who are reactive and people who are not people a lot of people that were scared for the economy they were like oh no if we yeah. close everything the economy and now they have to close anyway so exactly it's, yeah and you raise a good point proactive versus reactive because those people were scared for the economy look at them right now <sighs> there is no economy yes. without people if everybody dies guess what you aren't making money anyway exactly somebody's saying the music is life is saying coronavirus is a big business it is it Listen, is uh whoever finds the the the, the a medicine that prevents people from dying is gonna make oh, it they're, killing and they're if nice. you have a if you have a revolut or in in europe or uh, if you have um uh robin hood in the us or or other uh, places where you can we can buy stocks yo take uh take take 200 euros uh dollars and invest them in a pharmaceutical johnson and johnson uh, some of these companies who are trying to find a cure because whoever mm -hmm. will find it what whatever amount of money you will put in there will be multiplied by 10. and at a point even if we hear and we hear we have nothing to do we stuck at home so this is the moment to think about those things like hmm, where can i invest like i've been investing in airlines american airlines JetBlue, and uh delta because those are uh, companies that are not flying right now. So all their stocks went down from, they all lost 60% of their value. But as soon as the planes are gonna be in the sky again, all these companies will go back to where they were. Because that's, and because that's what happened in 2008. So I come History from- History repeats itself. Listen. History repeats itself. What goes down must go up. What goes up must go down. So when it goes up, make sure you're not there anymore when it's down. And when it goes down, make sure you're here and you invest because when it goes up, that's where you're going to make your money. So trust me, a lot of millionaires are going to be made uh, with this crisis. In, and we will know who in a year or two or three. But one thing is sure. Uh, if I invest a thousand in, in, in those playing companies today, I will have 3000 when all this shit is done. So whatever I can invest, every time I make money from you guys streaming my songs, every time I see uh, five 5,000 euros coming in, I take a thousand and I invest. So go buy those masks on my website. <laughs> but you know what? You're right. Um, especially about the China thing. When I was reading the article where they were saying, okay, these companies want to pull out of China. The first thing I thought is, this is, first of all, how an emotional decision instead of a logical one. This is like somebody just being like, um, they have a fight with their spouse and they're like, I hate you, I hate you. And then they're like, I'm leaving you. Then they go out for a beer, then they come back. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it it feels like i don't even know if it's an emotional decision i really think it's just <laughs> i think it's just a public publicity stunt 
I think it's just, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna remove our assets. We have to do that because all the countries are saying the same thing. Yeah, Listen, yeah. it's like yeah. your balls are inside their hands. Like, it's like you <laughs> gave that. Like, all our, all the occidental countries, they they made that choice to go from the industrialized country to tertiary. Uh, no, I don't know if you say tertiaire in French, which is a. Uh, Everything is like service economy and stuff. Yep, yep. They decided to do that and to leave everything industrial to all these poor Chinese people back then. And now those guys became the master of the world because they do the things you didn't want to do. Simple. And, and they figured out how to be more efficient than everybody else at those things. Exactly. And, and trust me, If I was the ruler of an African country, because we are here speaking between Africans, I would create my Silicon Valley and create an industry where we can build those masks for you for the, the same cheap Because we have the labor, we have 90% of our populations in Africa are young and vigorous. And mm -hmm. those, we would put them, like, we would sell those masks. Because I would have, like, if I was a ruler of one of these countries, I would have, like, yo, we're gonna set up a, a way so that all these people who, who, who ask for China for outsourcing, Some will outsource for us clothing, what you need. You think you think you, you were talking about telling, taking a thousand people, putting them in a big warehouse so they can cut and saw and saw and, 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 mm -hmm. and create clothing. Yeah, you can do this anywhere. And you have a lot of people who live in villages who don't make more than one dollar per, per month. If you give them ten dollar per, per hour, It's the best money they ever made. So you can ever. take all these people, they will feed a whole village and they will make clothes that will go to Zara and whatever. And you create that today in 10 years, we are the same as China. And then, and then we stop being at the mercy of these people who give us money, say they're helping us, but in the end, they just want to have us in the palm of their hands because they need our oil, our gold, our uranium, mm -hmm. our coltan, all this, da, 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 da. But I'm going to stop the revolution before the CIA sends somebody to kill me. I will not run the country. All I can say is Africa is the next frontier. Because what you said, we've got so many. And you know what? The other thing we've got, natural resources. So we could make anything in Africa that we really wanted to. Listen, anything. I'm waiting for the African phone. I'm switching from iPhones. Like... All the African phones I know are actually still um, partly assembled in China. So, <laughs> but, but that's that's the thing is like people always talk about the solution, but they never talk about the base of how we got there, how how China became that, because in the 70s, believe it or not, people in China were starving.
people were they were like big 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 like there was people millions of people dying every day or week from hunger in the 70s, 70s into the 80s too um so 80s that's when they started to it took them turn 20 around. years they were like yeah 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 and now they bought the whole world now they were super powerful you can't you can't pick a fight with china listen trust me music is life is saying i see a good outcome in terms of some african country are showing a good response to which means when the leaders are willing to do things can be done be done in africa of course mm-hmm. things can be mm-hmm. done it's just you know there's a thing we love i mean we when i say we is people uh africans who live who live outside of africa we love to yell that our leaders are corrupted and nobody ever asked the question about who is corrupting them the same fucking people who come to the media in europe and say oh your leaders are corrupted yeah by you (laughs) it's the same guys who are corrupting them because there's a reason why because they need to take what's under the ground and whenever you have a leader mulumba and the others who who say listen let's get together and we need to fix the price of our gold we need to fix the price of our diamonds we need to control our resources they get assassinated by the cia why and they get assassinated real quick trust me (laughs) that's why i say it again i'm not leading still i'm just here to make some money and some music We're just speaking how pricey will be airline <laughs> ticket, hotel, food, and service when the locks are in. Listen, I'm not sure. It might be super cheap because they need to make money. You know what I would do now after this, this thing ends and after you either go listen to my music or buy one of my masks or make a donation on the link down there. I would actually go to bookings.com or hotels.com or a plane company and see how much they sell the tickets right now. It might be super cheap. I have a friend who told me that he was finding tickets like New York to Europe for like, you can buy it for uh, $150 when normally it would cost like $600, because no plane in flying because no plane is flying and they are not making money they are actually selling you tickets super cheap and they and they're telling you you can change the dates whenever we back to flying we will change the the traveling dates for free for you because they're not making any money so they like listen any money they can make to survive and to be able to pay their employees like they will take it so actually right now it is the time to buy some tickets to wherever you want to go and just hold them and just like when you when you are sure that you can travel you can actually uh travel essentially more or less for free yeah you know i agree africa need this business type of mentality business mindset indeed like uh and it has to be, I think another problem that we have as Africans is that 
uh, a lot of us African who live in Europe or in or in, in the Occident or in America or Canada, we come with our Occidental mentality and we want to apply it the same way we were talking about Spotify and all these companies making the mistakes yeah. when they come. We want to we wanna bring the European way in Africa because we've, we because we lived here so much and we hear, ah, oh, I'm African. Like, bro, my, I have a French passport. <laughs> At a time, <laughs> tell you the truth to yourself, you French. I, I mean, I'm, I'm French. I actually, I'm about to, I probably got to change nationality for the fourth time and become Portuguese, actually. Uh, because I live in Portugal. I spend my time speaking in Portuguese or English here or French with my friends. So am I an African? Am I like, and when I, and when I say am I an African, am I an African uh, like somebody who was born and still lives in Africa for the last, the last 40 years? Am I an African like my dad who lives in Africa, works in Africa, like, etc.? They, they, they moved to Europe, but then they went back. Or am I uh, Afro-American or Afro-European? It's not the same thing. So when we come, we want to bring the, our, our, the things that work in Europe because the people have been in these political um, systems for hundreds of years. We want to bring it there and it doesn't work. Why does it it's not work? Because it was not made for us. It was not made for us. It's like the Asians. The Asians have their ways. They have their their type of societies and it works for them. And it, because it's a different kind of people with different values that have been passed for 4,000 years. Those countries like China, they were countries, they were empires way before us. And what Europe has done to Africa was remove our religions remove our languages we are in our countries and our main languages are second tongue now we all speak french or portuguese or english <laughs> when this is not our main language we all pray to one blonde guy with blue eyes like he was hey, you know what? This is... the, like you see what i mean and then and then and then our political and like we we Somebody taught us that democracies is when you become one of those countries. But we were kings and queens before they came with their religions, their languages, before they cut our population into. And the, we had the Bantu kingdoms. We had the Nilots kingdom. We had like all these, our, the Fulanis. We had like we were kings and queens they came and they decided okay pop this belongs to belgium this belongs to france this belongs to this oh german you can take that ba 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 and they decide all that with a map and they just cut the frontiers in the middle of villages and all of a sudden somebody was angolan another one was congolese another one was gabonese and so we are here believing that the right way to go is to bring democracy the European ways. 
and this was built in this was created in Greece for Greek white people. This was not created for Africans. So and that's it. You cannot copy paste exactly. That so you just, have to find that. You have to create a system that works for us. That is done by us, and we have to understand how it works by us. We are tribal people, so we have to oh make my God. a way that I mean. You are speaking my language. Hey, Listen, Listen to I, this, right? I'm, 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 my dad is my dad is a politician. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could actually do that shit. But you are totally speaking my language, yeah. If if we if we stopped and especially us who live in Europe, if we stop trying to bring what works in Europe out there and let us do something that works for us, like elections, this doesn't work. Elections oh, don't work in Africa. Oh my God, dude, you know don't what? get me like, started. Every time we do elections, people <laughs> die. People are like, why we didn't win? Ah, fuck that. Like, it's not for time. us. Listen, and, and, and you know what is worse? Is that all of us, all of us Africans from outside of Africa, look at how we were happy when Black Panther came out. Ah. Oh, Wakanda forever. Wakanda. Is Wakanda a democracy? Nope. <laughs> is is the nigga elected? No. It nope. passes from dad to son. And then unless somebody challenges you in the water and whatever. And look at us. We're like, yeah, Wakanda forever. I finally da, 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 da. And we, we made the highest grossing movie of Marvel and Walt Disney ever and all this money he didn't go to Africa he go went to Walt Disney <laughs> and look at us you know and if I'm sure if this, if that movie was made in Africa it would have it would, like the same exactly you don't change nothing nobody would have cared about that movie and that's that's the sad part about us is like we want to be Europeans so much and we want Africa to become Europe so that we can see, yeah, we have democracy, we have this. I'm sorry. We are work. descendants of kings and queens. Yes. And we should, of course, I'm not saying let's go back to kings and queens and rulers and whatever, but we should be more in tune with who we are our roots and go back to finding something that works for us because everything that is going right now has been brought by other people the same people oh who God. are always complaining about the chinese because the chinese are not doing like them etc and the chinese are like you know what no twitter because here. they want no to YouTube impose here. their own system in other people's in the world systems. in the world exactly. like a virus i need to I need I don't know if you've have you ever watched any documentary on uh, Somaliland? No, I didn't. Okay, you send I me, need send to send me. you a documentary, right? Listen, if about you, Somali. If you spoke French, I would send you. Um, I would send you a documentary called uh, France Afrique about how fr the French, after the the end of the the colonization, they gave like a fake independence to everybody, but they kept everything like. They put like look 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 oh, look, look a country look a country like Gabon, yeah, where the same family has been in power forever, 
and the same French government who's criticizing the rest of the countries for not being a democracy, they just like, oh yeah, welcome new president. Why? Because that's where all they get all their oil. So yeah, you know, we could go on and on. And I said, I, I said I would stream for 30 minutes and it's been almost three hours. <laughs> Now, 30 minutes. Yeah, that was 30 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. I need, to send, I need to send you the documentary on um, Somaliland. You have to watch it because they have a Please. system which you and me are talking about right now, which is different. You have to watch it. I'll send it mm -hmm. to you. Honestly. So G-Spot is saying something interesting, you know, that's it's, yep. this pandemic, it's a, it's, a, it's a breach that Africa can use to also start going in the... the, the, the the, Af the, the the capital of uh, of Europeans, like people with money, can actually buy a bit of those companies who have who who like look. You can buy a bit for of the French national air company Air France for four dollars, four euros a share, four euros. Like you can own a little bit, so you take like. 1 million Africans with just 10 euros and all of them we buy four we just buy two shares and now we have 2 million shares between us and we can start deciding that they're gonna stop having us pay 3,000 <laughs> to go home because, because we have collective own. bargaining power Simple. Oh, Simple. Man. Oh. You know what? I go crazy when I think about this. It goes back to what we're saying, even when we're talking about the music, the compartmentalization of music. We're talking about Lucifer, Anglophone, Francophone, Africa. That means we're, dis we're describing African regions and sections and countries by Hello, who colonized them. Mm-hmm exactly oh, listen that hurts that hurts listen, listen. <laughs> Dan is saying the best live of this year for now <laughs> until now for me thanks mr shara and mj oh listen thank you so much dion uh, listen there's a link down there to 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 get to donate <laughs> oh yeah i need to buy some of those companies uh, all right hello andre i like very much the music of zook me too where can i find that documentary which one listen follow us on twitter and uh we will both uh we will both put uh, the the links yeah uh No, we're not singing. We're talking politics, <laughs> darling. We're talking about important stuff. <laughs> but kisses. I'll, I'll, do I'll do a live one of these. I'll do a live one of these days. Don't worry. I'll just I'll just pop up live and we'll just start singing. I will not announce. It was like just like poof. I will just be here singing one or two songs and then I will be like, bye everybody. I think. That's how, that's how, that's how I do it. But yeah, listen, like, 
we we in, we in a place right now in the world where we can we can stay the same and go back to more of this or we can start using that moment to do what china is doing yeah. china we china will come out of this number one power in the world and think about what bruno was saying um earlier this is the time for investment and opportunities so not just investment opportunities so you have to align your thinking and think what gaps can i fill because right now a lot of people are just thinking it's corona i'm not going to do anything i'm not going exactly. to work whatever Listen. but this is your chance as well to find an opportunity let me and actually grow yourself and maybe your money let me see how much subscribers bruno have on his channel so i can ask him how much money we need so bruno has now 806 864,000 subscribers on his channel. Damn. That's nice. Let's, let's talk, Bruno. We need money to invest. <laughs> <laughs> we need some of that YouTube money, Bruno. <laughs> Yo, almost a million subscribers? That's nice. Fuck. I'm actually going to sing my live on your channel live. That is not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Yo. That's a, that's good a lot of yes. subscribers, yo. And like, yeah, that's, when that's you imagine that too. this started as a fan channel, and now this is like the reference channel for all Kizomba music, almost a million subscribers. When did when did he start it? Mm. Do you know? I'm sure he's gonna tell us in the comments. There tell you us, go. Bruno. He's saying we sh <laughs> we should do a live there. We should. We will. Yeah. Indeed. Actually, we've been talking about making a show uh, together on this. On we just need to find what. But it would be conversational, like talking with artists and stuff. So when did you Yo, start? That, when that did you start the? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he started the channel in 2011. Ah. So almost a million subscribers in in nine years. Wow, that is that is good. That's impressive. Like, nearly, nearly, nearly ten nine years, and yeah, he's yeah. built something so massive. And also, I, I'm pretty sure Bruno is also a great um, reference point for anybody looking to get into, you know um that genre as well yeah. like yeah 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 crazy so uh let's see what he does with healthy food you know but the, and, and that's the thing if we all start having conversations between each other people who have something to say actually instead of only listening to the noise there's a lot of people who are going live on instagram because they're bored and I wish they didn't have a phone or I wish they didn't have an internet connection because yeah. there's a lot of things that I'm seeing and I wish I unsee because I'm like, oh my God, like, uh, these, these guys just made me dumb. Like, there's a lot of people who have nothing to say and they want to talk. 
And but you know that's 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 where you know platforms like yourself um, come in when you're creating content because your idea is about adding value. You're not just yeah. trying to just do stuff because you're bored. You're trying yeah. to also add value while doing it. Indeed. Bruno is saying I learned a lot from Keisha. Ah, thank you. But listen, that's the thing, you know, if we all learn from each other and we all get together to each build our different venues and all help each other instead of being in competition, which is the norm, that's how, that's how we, we prevail. Because I don't know why everybody loves to be divided. No. Oh, I started learning from him before I even met him, and I'm following his example. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? That doesn't surprise me because it's just like when, you, when you're on Twitter. Like, you have some pretty meaningful conversations and advice on Twitter. Like, um, and you're actually, and this is part of how I even found out that you speak more than um, two, three languages is because you're always trying to add something to the conversation and like um that's also part of your um persona as a i guess more than a musician in my opinion because there's so many sides to you and that's why maybe people do gravitate to you when they're listening to these live feeds and sort of uh kind of they like what you have to say besides the fact that you're charismatic but you are almost like a polymath because you know so much about different subject matters and that becomes important because look how many how many things do we talk about today Keisha? listen sometimes <laughs> I, you know sometimes sometimes two three hours before going live i say to myself i have nothing to talk about like <laughs> impossible like, like you remember when we talked like before i before i call you and we start being live i was like i don't even know what to say i'm tired i want to sleep early <laughs> like i want to sleep around two it's free 30 you lied. <laughs> you know and then once you are live i think what makes it interesting is not just me it is also the conversation the mm -hmm. conversation between each other hey zl is here what up and uh our pleasure our pleasure the the knowledge has to be shared and uh and thank you for being here every day every night and also uh for supporting the music uh, all these years and i think what makes the live interesting is not just me talking or me and my my guest talking is the conversation between all of us because most of the time what makes the conversation go are the questions in the comments the the, the 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 conversation with with the people who are watching who give their opinion and and most of these people they come back every day because we talk about different stuff a lot of, a, a lot of people come because i'm a i'm i'm a famous singer or beat maker but then they stay for other things actually and and i receive a lot of messages uh the next day on on instagram or on, on on twitter about people that tell me thank you for the value that you add to the conversation and, and the, the the food for thoughts because there's a a lot of people are frustrated about 
where we are or how people are but they don't have the they just have the frustration they don't think about the solutions me i frustration always creates solutions for me like i create up i create everything out of frustration my label was frustration because the label where i was signed they have no clue what i was doing and i was frustrated so i created my own label i was telling them we, we should do this 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 you guys should do this 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 i will bring you a lot of money i was telling you i will generate a lot of money from you i just need you to give me 20 percent of them and i remember them they were there like laughing and were like he thinks he's puff daddy ha ha they were laughing and oh my god one of them i hired 10 years after wow. he, work, he works with me now we, we work on the i went to him because i wanted i needed somebody to work on everything contracts and stuff and we ended up working together but as equals when i was signed to her to him that's because a lot of people they don't believe in the vision and and sometimes it's not because the vision is flawed sometimes it's just because the vision is way too big and they're like it's impossible whatever he's saying is not it's not possible to do all this yes it is it's just gonna take 20 years and yeah. most people they want things that they can right. do in six months they want the quick they want quick outcomes mm -hmm. when you when you start being in love with the process you realize that uh you realize that time is not the problem here this whole life is the process whatever we are doing now we will look at it in five, 10 years and be like, well, remember when it was like just 20 of us talking about those things and look at us now, like everybody now after the conversation started investing in companies and stuff. And like, I got, I had an idea, I built something or now I have a, now I own this or now uh, whatever. The things we talk about can be applied to all all parts of life it's not just uh, uh somebody who has a podcast and somebody who, who's, who's a music mogul in africa and and europe that that are talking about these we can apply this to anything anything because what we are talking about is not our different industries we are talking about mindsets and what people need to do is elevate their mindset once you elevate your mindset whatever you you do you actually always think about the solution instead of thinking about the problem i talk to a lot of people all they talk about is problems <laughs> oh, oh i don't have shows like i talk to artists oh there's no show I'm fucked. Yes, you are. Oh, it hurts. Corona is fucking my ass. Indeed, it is. <laughs> what you gonna do about it? I'm gonna complain. Okay. 
Okay. But actually do something about it. Listen. Take a YouTube channel. It's free to have one. Take your phone and start talking to your fans. Talk about your struggle. Make music online. Take your guitar if you have one. Sing songs. Not on Instagram because on Instagram you will not make any money. You would just or maybe go there but then bring people to your YouTube channel because on your YouTube channel not only all the great content you're gonna you're gonna do will stay and not disappear after 24 hours like on Instagram and you can monetize it on YouTube you can make a little bit of money every time people is watching it and don't don't be scared to put donation links so that people can pay you for the value you, you're giving to them. Those who can will, those who can't won't, it's okay. It's those who can will pay for everybody else. And they will come, somebody, somebody will give you 10, somebody will give you 50, somebody will give what they can. And then as an artist, you will continue to do what you do and your fans will learn how to support you. This is why I don't do shows singing on Instagram because there's no, there's nothing to gain in there other than making people happy, which I'm, I gladly do by talking. A lot of artists are telling me, yo, since I've been singing on Instagram, I won 2000 followers. And I tell them I did free lives on Instagram. We are talk the same we are talking for five hours with fans, with just these conversations we're having, and I made 4,000 followers. So I didn't need to sing another song. And I can tell people, you want me to sing? You want me to sing? Okay. You would pay 10 to 20 euros to see me perform in a club. How much are you willing to sing, to see me sing from your sofa? I'm going to give you a link and you're going to all, all of you give me something. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, it's coming out as I speak. I'm, I didn't think about it. I'm just thinking out loud, out loud. I'm going to give you a donation link and you will give me how much you think it would be worth to be on your sofa and see me sing and maybe we can say uh, request a song for X amount. 15 is okay, five, two, 10, you decide how much. And okay, let's say for $10, I sing whatever song you want and if you are generous, you can give 25, you can give 200, you can you can give whatever depending on how much money you have because a lot of party, a lot of people have a lot of money and they they're not spending that money because they're at home. Some people are millionaires at home and they're fans of music. So if enough people are willing to give me x amount of money to sing my songs I will sing my songs for you guys because if not you can go see my shows on youtube they're there 
You can go see my shows. You can listen to my music on Spotify. It's there. I don't have to sing it for you. And those are conversations that you must have individually as artists with your fans, with the people who are willing to stay up watching you talk or watching you sing or etc. And who I see some people with 3,000 people on Instagram, 3,000 people watching them perform. And then that they're like, oh, that's amazing. We had 16,000 people. And then I call them, how much money you made? Uh, oh, I did it for the heart, for the love of music. I was like, oh, right. No problem with the rent? I'm struggling, bro. Cash <laughs> <laughs> is like, no problem with the rent. <laughs> you have to pay your rent at a point. You do, you do. So, so do you want to teach your followers that the value is free and have the same followers be willing to pay for Dr. Dre versus PDD or they will pay one. Listen, you had 3000 people. Okay. Is, is, okay, wait, we live in European or American, North American countries. So I, I would say we, we live in rich countries. We have, um, unlimited internet we have okay so for us you me people here one dollar is is kind of nothing we spend it all the time without even knowing mm-hmm. we, we 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 buy a, a t-shirt we'll buy something that we, we we buy a bunch of stuff that we don't need and we are realizing it now right now because we don't Actually, we cannot buy it and actually we survive not buying nothing. We actually realize that everything we already have is enough. So, you have 500 in your bank account. Are you willing to give $1 or 1 euro to see an artist you love perform three or four or five songs? It's just 1 euro. So, I tell these artists, you had 3,000 people. If those 3,000 people each gave you one euro, just one euro, you have your free month of rent paid. And then you can do even another free show if you want, etc. But at least you are good. You have your rent paid. You have your family safe. You have your children. You can buy the milk food for your children. Because if you if you keep giving people the idea that this is free, they will never want to pay you again. And I was talking to a promoter today, a guy who, who manages big artists. And he was telling me, my year 2020 is over. I'm home. I don't make money. I'm not going to make money until 2021. And I got two kids and my wife. Wow. I'm not going to make money because I make money from selling shows from artists. So right now, I'm just screwed. Lucky me, I bought my house. But other than that, all I have is my economies to survive. So I can only, yeah, I can buy some food and stuff, but I don't know how long I can hold like this because... My job is selling shows. I am fucked. 
Wow. And and you are here collectively performing for free on Instagram. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We're talking free month. We'll, we, I'm, I want to see if everybody will be performing for free in free month. Because what happened is that when I come here on this live, I, I have a bunch of people. They come and they say, are you going to sing this? I, can you sing this? Can you sing this? And I have to say no. And I don't say no because I want to be Every rude. single time. And I don't want to. There's always one person. And, I, and I, I'm not saying no because I want to be rude. I say no because I have to teach my dear friends that this is not free. This is my job. That's what I do for a living. And I'm not giving it away because there's a pandemic. It is still my job, even if there's a pandemic. And my, my goal is to understand how can I transform the thing that I was doing, selling for a club? How can I set it online? How can I make it a, of a great value enough for people to be willing to give me 10% of what they would have, listen, they would have paid the Uber to get out of their house, $10, paid the Uber to come back in their house, $10, that's 20. Buy one drink or two, that's 40, plus the ticket to get in the show, that's another 20, that's 60 that they would pay, they would pay, invest in the nights to come see somebody perform and now they want it for free because all that of you could guys, totally be 100 because some people buy new outfits to go for these functions too listen some people buy outfits to go to the cinema with this new boyfriend so so at a point as a, as an artist and as a fan you have to each other agree on stopping the madness and i understand everybody's at home everybody listen everybody's home is actually the best moment to capture audiences because they're home they're not working this is the moment where you can come all and tell people okay listen i'm gonna sing songs i'm gonna sing five songs every week i'm, I'm inventing i'm gonna sing five songs every week uh and to vote for a song, you need to give me $5. And the most voted songs are the ones I will sing. And we will do this every week. That's how you make a business out of this situation. And everybody has $5 to spend because they will spend it anyway on cigarettes or this or that. Coffee. Coffee, <laughs> yeah. So listen, I know I have a friend she uh so she she, uh, she i saw her story on instagram she was doing a zumba class and i was like okay interesting so i go to her on her on her story on ig so just to see what is the class about and what does she does and, and she's like okay zumba class is gonna be on my website oh and on the instagram she only posts like 15 seconds of the class Oh, so I go to her website and she sells the class $5 per, 
per class and $7 for past classes to access the content. And she was reposting tons and tons and tons of her students who normally pay every week 15 to come see her and they pay 30% of that five to see her online. They put her on their TV and they do their class and they're happy to do the class. And, and she's making her income. And she's making her, her income. You have to respect the craft of the people you love and the people you love have to respect their craft enough to tell you that is not for free. And this is exactly what all my friends in the Kizomba, Zook and etc. world are not doing. They are like fucking their business right now because they have no clue what to do. But if you look at the Americans, no shows for free. They're just dancing, they're talking, they're doing live where they talk. Nobody sing for free. You are you, you've just dropped a major key right there. This is these are gems, Kesha. These are gems. I like it. I, I, I really like it. I sh I should be in the gem business. <laughs> this is this is serious. Anyway, I do I do I do have to run now, but um Yeah, but me I too think is is I was telling my wife in the beginning, I just sent her a message, yo baby, don't worry. In an hour I'll talk to you. <laughs> I think my wife Same hates the life. Thing. I think my wife Same like, thing. you know, every time my wife talks about the live, she has a face. She has a face, <laughs> like the face of you're doing this shit like and I'm like But she knows. She know because she knows me. She understands what I'm doing. She understands the process. Uh, it's it's good. Ma vie, ma santé. It's been a week that she's uh, he or following me and learning everything on something. So thank you for the lives. My pleasure. merci. Donation link down there. Go ahead. Make yourself happy. Make yourself lighter. Uh, you are giving free classes and knowledge. I feel excited when I see the notification that you are live on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. Donation link is down there. You can give one dollar. It's okay. I'll make good use of that of that money. Don't worry. What could I buy actually? Well, there's nothing to buy. Milk, bread. Uh, you know, support, support your artists, like it's important. Des idées, il y en a des talents, l'expérience, le plus important, c'est de se structurer pour ne pas s'éloigner. That's true. Ideas and talent, experience is there. The most important is to be structured. Is to, stru to be structured. That's very true. Just okay. um, Allow me to share some references, some references in terms of African rights and Pan-African. Shekanta Diop, of course. Yosef Ben Joshakman, of course. Runoko, Rashidi, Francis. Yeah, all these names, true. I mean, you know, everybody go check that content that those are major, those are major things that you have right. To each crisis, there's an opportunity. Listen, 
Millionaires are made now in the crisis moment. That is true. Go buy those masks. Shadowware.com. <laughs> Merci pour cette conversation. Je t'ai dit bonne nuit à toi, ta famille. Merci, Emmanuel. Bisous. AJ is here. Emmanuel, bonne nuit. I want to learn Creole. Okay. People are hooking up in the comments. I love watching people in the comments hooking up. Hey. Oh, look at her. Okay. I will teach you without a doubt. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> go, go, AJ. Go, go. This was really, definitely an extended, inspired episode. I enjoyed it very much. And FG is a great guest. That is true. He's a great... Like, listen, you, uh, everybody should, let me, let me add it here because we haven't seen it enough. So, www.motomoto. Music? Yeah, music. Dot com? Dot com. Yeah. Let me, let me. You should go uh, listen to this amazing content. There we go. There we go. Yeah, you should go check it. Let me put it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah here. It's good here. Please go ahead and uh, yeah, check out uh, this great podcast. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's not just music from Zimbabwe. It's really music from from all around Africa and you can you can actually learn about the music of our continent because a lot of people want to stick to the music they know not realizing that the mm. music they know comes from something else there's always a root in in those 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 genres that you listen to and you can learn about all that in the Moto Moto Music podcast so go check it out and uh, the last one was actually a great episode oh thanks yeah Thank you, MJ. It was a pleasure. He's saying, Mr. Thank you. Thank It was you, my Keisha. pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, Keisha. Are you live on YouTube tomorrow? Listen, sis, I'm not live before Wednesday. Um, I, need, I need to rest. I need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to sleep early tonight. Listen. What happened to that, Keisha? What happened yeah, listen, to that? Uh, well, listen. <laughs> And my, and my wife and my wife and and my daughter I, I told her like, i'm going to be live for two days she was like okay i'm going to my brothers so they are coming back tomorrow and um, it's going to be family 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 tomorrow and resting and uh, i'm tired i'm actually i'm actually like right now i just need uh, my daughter is like five months so 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 basically like oh thanks we've been hearing um, her i know like <laughs> hey Can you hear her right now? Yeah, I can. Like, I can. Yo, the kid cries, bro. But anyway, like, um, before she goes to bed, we just hang out. So, yeah, I'm just gonna hang out with her. And, yeah, you know. beautiful. CVBC saying there's nothing free in this world. Indeed. Nothing. Nothing. AJ saying, nah, bro, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. AJ shot his shot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is saying, bill. if I accept the MX Centurion, I accept every major card. Bruno, it was great to listen. Thank you and your guests for a great evening. Thank you all. 
thank you all for sticking with us for free long hours uh we really enjoyed ourselves and uh i really want to thank you mj for uh accepting to be part of this major major live uh you know i had this i had a feeling it would be great because because of our conversation <laughs> and it actually was great uh, we had uh exciting conversations and i really hope to have you come again uh one of these days uh you are always welcome uh, thank you so much More thanks and, to and, you. and i really hope that uh i will be invited in uh, your podcast too you know nah. that's a guarantee that's a guarantee like, it's 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 absolutely amazing and just getting to pick your brain i mean we've had so many of these conversations even on twitter like, yeah, that's true. just exchanging information so for me it's really important and it just goes back to value it's about creating value and you learn so much when you exchange knowledge because exactly. you've got ideas i've got ideas but yeah. look you've had such a long career you've got experience you know you could have been owning three apartments in miami you know or 50 or, or, 80, or 80 million in in bitcoins exactly and i've already learned something from that so be ready exactly. trust the process be ready. enjoy the process Emmanuel is saying good night, MJ. Good night, Emmanuel. <laughs> MJ, if a night for you, MJ is not sleeping now. MJ is about to take care of crying baby. Oh yeah. Diane is saying this is my first contact with the site Moto Moto Music. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Diane, this is your last comment here. You're gonna be blocked. Just let you know. <laughs> Hey, My God. it's been a pleasure having you with us and Thank uh you so much. hopefully i mean we talk soon on twitter uh yeah. and everybody it's been a pleasure having you in club shada and uh i will see you on the next episode see you guys see you mj bless see ya <laughs>